What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast. Here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, you in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish. New, new, new world order. The Kanga Kangs, the Kanga content, and the speaker of truth. Yours truly, the notorious one. AKA Mr. Coachellini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Stradamus. And you're in the Desert Storm bunker with EWF. That is every woman's fantasy. Also, the whole effing show, Senior Gregorio Greybeard. Mr. Notrabajo himself, the man they call Third Leg Greg, the CEO Niggero of Fixes Binds LLC, the unbinder, the undebatable, the undisputed best entertainment here on YouTube, the Morpheus of the Mating Matrix, the Chocolate of Confucius, the Black Moses, the man that comes in the spirit of Elijah. Pause. Not only that, they call me CGA, and I'm C God Allah, the king of the milk duds. And I'm the 10-time demonetized champion of YouTube. I'm still having problems with YouTube this morning. I tried to get him to fix his my bind, and they couldn't. Of course, it was a bot. Can I talk to a person when I'm talking to someone on YouTube? No. Nope. They can't fix my problems. The problem that I'm having is that my timestamps won't load on my videos. <laughs> right? it's, I'm like, can I get my timestamps to stamp on the screen? They can't do it. They can't fix it. <laughs> it's like I'm putting it in the description box and they're not showing up. Of course, the bot can't figure it out. And that's harming my playback because obviously you don't want to see a three and a half hour stream. We got Avery out here putting the timestamps in the in, in the comment section, but it would be better if it's on the screen. And about a month ago, it disappeared. And now I can't get it back. I mean, geez, Louise, are they trying to make my viewership go down? This is a disgrace. All right, you know what it is out here. It is. New, 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 new world Unbelievable. Order. But anyway, man, shout out to the playback gang and, and gang in the building and to contribute to the day show. Dollar sign, the notorious CGA on the cash app. Ben Mo, Coach Greg Adams TV. And PayPizzo is paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that be pinned to the top. Other live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel when you can super chat. New, 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 you can new super chat order. on the notorious CGA channel. Today's episode, we're going to talk about why Gen Zooted women are now afraid to turn 30 years old and be single out here after being in these in streets and Zooted, Gen Zooted in the building, these these young women out here and these uh, tippy-toe-ass men, bird-chested-ass ninjas. All right, sorry, Generation Z, man, I tell you. And Gen Alpha ain't no better. They're just straight-up monkeys at this particular point. And we're going to talk about that. We got a fantastic Doom and Gloom CGA. We got Straggle and Sniggle Theater uh, later on today. We also have um, we also have uh, issues in dating. We have a guy that sounds like CGA, but uh, he takes it a step further. We'll give it to him. Prime or Decline is going to be featured here. And why older women dry up after turning 50 and 60 years old, coming from a woman, coming from two women. They're going to tell us. Why I always tell you women after 40, uh, well, I didn't tell you, but a woman yesterday said uh, women over 40 are for the clearance rack. She's going to bring up a point that I've always brought up that most people don't recognize. You don't see it coming. All right. But I see it coming. Pause. 
All right. And I and I saw it coming. That's why I went solo. Yeah. Mm. Do me a favor. Hit the like button for the best entertainment here on YouTube. And we're going to get into the earlier contributors to today's show. Shout out to the private investigator watching today. Uh-oh. I see my stream. Okay, my stream is not messed up. All right. By the way, we're simulcasting. All right. That's why it takes so long for me to fire up the stream. We're like on seven different places right now. I mean, how many content creators can say they're on seven platforms simultaneously? Not many people new, can new, do that. New, new, new so it does take a while. When I click go live, I got to get all of these platforms to cooperate. Sometimes they don't want to cooperate. But right now, we're on fakebook.com. Shout out to Facebook and everybody watching me on Facebook. I don't have up on the screen what's going over there. So if you're commenting, I don't even re- really go over there. I don't, to tell you the truth, I just post. So whatever you're commenting, y'all could be roasting me. I have no clue. All right. I'm not an analytic data guy. I don't look at comments and I don't look at views and all this shit. I don't look at how many people stood on my stream, how long, long people watched. I don't pay attention. I'm an artist. Right, I'm an entertainer. All I do is get up here and shuffle. That's all I do. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man! What you gonna do? Look out, boys! It's coming through. Yeah, man! Yeah, man! That's all I do. I don't know. They be like, "How much money you make?" I don't know. How many people watch your streams? I don't know. How many people watch your streams over here? I don't know. <laughs> right? I don't be knowing none of that. How many people commented? I don't know. I don't do nothing. I just come on here and I get the shuffling. That's all I do. All right. Anyway, people be asking me too much questions. Like I'll be paying attention. I don't know. I'll be coming up here preparing for my stream. That's what I do. I'll be making thumbnails and I'll be up here putting captions up. All right. I get my, I get my video set up and then I click live and then I click unlive. <laughs> all right. And then I go chill eating crackers, chilling on the couch. And then I say, I got another show to do. I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I know where my numbers are. Kinda. All right. Anyway, I just come up here. I'm yes. I am blissfully ignorant about what's going on on the algorithm. I don't know what the hell's going on. I just know. I just have a roof over my head. That's all I know. As long as I got a roof over my head, I'm good. All right. I can pay attention to who's in here now. All right. I see that there's 700,000 people in here. Uh, but uh, ninjas be why to watch my pocket and how much money you make and how many views you get and how many people I don't know who paying attention to shit like that. <laughs> All right, I ain't paying attention to that. I have no idea. All right, anyway, I just come up here and I have the best entertainment here on YouTube, ninja. That's what I be doing. I have the best entertainment here on YouTube. I can focus on being me. I can just do me. Oh man. People be paying attention to too much shit. And I told you, if you want to get into social media, that's how you have to get into it. Ninja, do not watch the numbers. Don't watch the numbers, man, because if you watch the numbers, you'll go crazy. You'll be like, oh, my God, my video only got. Hey, you know what's funny? Um, When I go viral, I have no clue. <laughs> right? When I go viral, I don't even know. As a matter of fact, like every now and then I'll be scrolling through my Instagram and I'll go, all right, let me see how these videos done. And then I'll look in a video three weeks old, got a million views. I swear to God, I'll be like, I have no idea <laughs> right here. All right. People think I'll be watching it. I'll be like, I'm like, wow. It happened the other day. It happened the other day. I think it was this weekend. I was doing a video edit 
And then I said, let me scroll down and see how my videos are doing. And I looked and the video had 1 million views. I, I was shocked. I'm flabbergasted. I don't even know. Look, it was this video right here. Right there. I'm going to tell you something. I don't have a clue when I go viral. <laughs> I mean, 1 million is viral. That might as well be viral. I have no clue. I don't pay attention. I don't know what the comments say. I don't know how many likes it got. I don't even know. I just straight up post and then I close the app. <laughs> All right. I post and I close the app and I go about living my life. I'll be thinking outside. I'll be drinking coffee, smoking a cigar, playing with Nova. Come back three months, three weeks later. Oh, shit. That video took off. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't be micro. I don't micromanage my stuff at all. I have no clue. I just come on here and I be me. This is what I want to focus on. The best entertainment here on YouTube. The best entertainment. That happens about every three weeks. I'll look at a video. Oh, my Lord. That one took off. <laughs> what happened? All right. Uh, anyway, yeah, it happens every now and then. I don't even know what to do. What am I supposed to do with this information? Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, I don't even know. I have no clue. That happens all the time. Anyway, same thing on TikTok. I don't even look at TikTok. I just post on TikTok and close the app. <laughs> right, anyway, I'm so I'm so banned on shadow banned on TikTok. It's ridiculous. But as I was saying, the show's already off the rails. We're live on Facebook, Twitter. We're on Rumble. We're on Free Agent Lifestyle. We're on the Notorious CGA. We're also on, we're somewhere else. Twitch, we're on Twitch all at the same time, right now, right now. People are watching me on multiple platforms. Not many people can say they're doing that right now. Not only that, I think we're on Twitter as well. I might have said that already. Twitter, live at the same time. So shout out to everybody that's watching me on these platforms. I'm not watching what's going on over there. So y'all could be talking shit over there. And I could be going viral or there could be two people watching me. I don't know. But at some particular point, we're going to go live on Instagram. We're going to go live on Instagram because I think there's capabilities to do that. And I have the capability to rap and chill. All right. So anyway, let's get to the earlier contributors to today's show. How about we do that? All right. Catch me outside. How about that? Let's get into what Albert Wesker says. Jen zooted. Women are learning that the wall comes for all. The wall comes for all. Appreciate you. Daniel McGee says free agent lifestyle for life. Just like you said, these women are broke. Let you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke. Broke. Dead, flat, stony, broke. I've got $3.85 in my purse. (laughs) All right. uh, That happened. Shout out to Martin says, where's the protect your meat segment? The entire internet is stealing your phrase. Uh Uh-oh. Straight jacket. And meaning... Uh, that you've coined. Of course they are. He says, meat mm, beefy, pause. Uh-oh, beefy. Hey, yo, chill, son. Yeah. Hey, yo. That happens to me sometimes. I know I take, some, you know, people, we all help each other take some stuff. But uh, people be acting like they don't know what who I am. I'm really despicable. That's really despicable. All right, but they probably do DM me, but I don't check my DMs. Mm. So there goes that. <laughs> right? So listen, I'm really not a guy who looks at this. By the way, I don't know if you know, I'm an old-ass man, but ladies, don't get it twisted out here. I'm still, I'm still daddy. 
But uh, this is what happens when I'm watching, looking at my phone. They be like, I sent you a DM. I be like, oh, shit. All right, let me see what, let me see what they talking about. All right, somebody said they sent me a DM. Let me see what we got. Pull up Instagram. Right there. Oh, shit. 99. Pull- I can't. I ain't looking at that shit. <laughs> I ain't looking at that shit. Ladies, if you sent me fit- feet pictures on East Instagram, I didn't see it. Ladies, if you want to. <laughs> hey, hey, ladies, if you want to get in contact with me, do not get in contact with me on Instagram. Ninja. I'm, I, I'm about to turn it over to my personal assistant. All right. Because I'm like, man, I don't want to look. I don't know what's going on in there. People could have want to hire me and get me online. I don't know. If I'm, if I'm, um, I don't even check my mailbox. I sure don't. I don't, <laughs> I'm oblivious. All right. Meaning that I pay attention. I always tell people this money mindset. I'm good at like four things in life. And that's what I focus on. <laughs> right. When you get old, when you get old, this is my advice. This is my advice. When you get old, whatever things you're good at, just do that. All right. Whatever you suck at. Give somebody else to pay attention to or don't pay attention to it. You'll end up fine. You'll end up fine. I'm good at four things in life, and that's what I do. <laughs> All right, anything. Everything else can go by the wayside. Don't give a mother suck. So that's my advice, man. That's how you live stress-free, especially if you have a woman in your life because women in your life bring confusion and shit. So like Nina Winu Jack, I'll cancel that bitch. Look at me. This is the life I chose, nigga, so around me so cold that my heart done froze. Hey, man, just focus on the things you good at. And if you suck at something else, ninja, at this age, you ain't going to get better at it. You ain't getting better at it. I'm, I'm like almost 50 years old. But I'm going to get better at Old You can't teach old dog new tricks. All right, and then if there's some women in my life, I keep them around just long enough before they bring the confusion, and I keep moving on. Y'all some ninjas trying to be good at everything and suck at everything. <laughs> here we go right here. I focus on the mission, Ninja. I'm going forward. I'm going forward, man. I don't be paying attention to the little the little bullshit. I don't t- I don't pay attention to the little shit. All right, anyway. That's just advice from grandpa. Right? Your old unk. That's just advice. Shout out to MC Hamster says the gordita so thick. She flashed a steak knife. Shout out to the gorditas. We're gonna get to the gorditas for sure. Scott Cheetos says, showing love to the GOAT. Appreciate you, Scott Cheetos. Walk the Plank says, CGA, not sure how many you know or how much you know about country music, but came across an RP song called I Can Still Make Cheyenne. Do you plan on doing content on RP songs? I might. I might do a segment. Black Fro says, uh, talk, talking to my friend earlier, in regards to the clearance rack video clip, I told him if girls calling themselves a prize, then how come no one has come for years to collect that valuable prize? Yes, indeed. Mm. All right. They collected them guts. That about it. Justin O says, dread it, run from it. Destiny arrives all the same, and now it's here. Shout out to you Thanos. Live with your own failure. Where did that bring you? To me. Shout out to you, Delta Fox with the coat. Sponsorship. I'm rich, she man. says, uh, I went to the supermarket last night. Two sisters with a bunch of kids in front of me could not pay 
for their groceries. They told the cashier it's okay and left their cart there. This isn't okay. They probably needed the food. Women are out here broke. Can't you get it through your thick skull that broke. I'm broke? Dead, flat, stony, broke. I've got $3.85 hey. in my purse. All right. Broke out here, Delta Fox. Yeah, uh, women are in scarcity, definitely with the money. And I don't feel a damn thing. <laughs> All right. My heart's so cold. Ninja, my heart's so cold. I already messed it up. But anyway, ninja just around me done froze anyway. Uh, but yeah, man, I don't feel shit. <laughs> All right. Anyway, where we at right here? All right. But I could actually empathize and sympathize, but I have no feelings regarding this. Shout out to Pug Dad said it's an hour ago. Neighbor's daughter, who's about 12 years old, came banging on my door. Hold up for a second. Oh, the humanity. She said her daddy is pushing and hitting her mom. Blue pill me said go upstairs and intervene. Red pill me says stay clear, ninja. Three patrol cars here right now. Somebody getting mopped up. And guys, if you're in relationships and somebody out here broke, ninja, domestic violation going skyrocket. All right, because frustration and stress is real. All right, but the 12-year-old daughter's watching somebody getting mollywopped this early in the morning. That's a damn shame. And why the 12-year-old ain't in school? That should be interesting to, to discuss. Why the 12-year-old ain't in school? But, yeah, guys, I'm going to tell you guys, as a man here, listen to me. Do not get involved with these crazy-ass uh, uh, what we call normies. We call them oxygen thieves and knuckle-draggers. All right. And, that, and I'm going to tell you something. If I seen a 12-year-old girl knocking at my door, Ninja, our conversation is going to be through the door. What do you need, honey? <laughs> All right. 12-year-old girl at my door. Help, Mr. Negro. Mm. All right. I don't want no 12-year-old picking any ass girl at my door. What do you want? What do you want? Who is it? <laughs> right. She's going to have to have a deep voice. Girl, I can't hear you through this thick-ass wood. This is a real wood door here. This ain't no plywood shit. What, 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 what? This ain't no, this ain't no Home Depot Ikea door. This a real triple wood door. What you need, honey? I can't hear you. Mm. My mama getting her ass whooped. I'm like, well. <laughs> hey, yo, chill, son. Hey, yo. Uh, call 911, baby. I can't help you, baby. I can't help you. I can't help you. Anyway, <laughs> she probably cheated. Anyway, Ninja, I only open doors for underage 21-year-olds. I do. <laughs> All right, anyway, this is a real door. Hey, enough of this stuff. I got to tell y'all that it is Tuesday, so we got to celebrate our gorditas. All right, and we got to get us some real love out here. Get you a real authentic gordita out here. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Get you one with a good credit card and good credit. Absolutely. Get you one that'll be ride or die. Get you one that'll take you on trips. This one, I got a gordita like this. I got me a gordita just like this. Do me a favor, hit the like button. My gordita treats me well. You know what I mean? And look at this ninja, man. Shame on this ninja out here. You know what I mean? Shame on the ninja who run trying to run game on the ninja. Hey, man, you better get you one, man. She put all the money. She, hey, man, this one right here, take you on trips to Europe, all that shit. <laughs> she, 
Shout out to the gordita. Oh, my goodness. Let me at her. Let me at her. Look at this ninja. Oh, my goodness. You ought to be ashamed of yourself, you goofy. Okay, you ninja out here. Where is it at? I'm going. Yeah, brothers. Hey, man. You better get you one out here. <laughs> Woo. Or you can get you one out here that's acting funny out here, man. Check this Gordita out, man. Oh, man, they reset the damn thing. All right, but look, we got a drunk Gordita out here. Check her out. Look at this. Okay, oh, wait a minute. What is this right here? I don't even know what that means. Uh-oh, she out of control. Look at your girl here. Wait a minute. Wait. Oh, no. Ooh, look at that. Oh, my goodness. Man, I love me a short Gordita, man. For like 4'11", 5 feet tall. Wide as she is tall. Yes, get it, girl. Get it, girl. I hope it ain't too loud. Is the music too loud for y'all ninjas? Let me turn it down. Oh, my goodness. What in the world? Oh, man. Oh, she nasty with it. Get you a Gordita. Give it to me. Oh, she wild, too. Look at it. Oh, my goodness. Look. Oh, this is. Oh, look at that Fupa print. Oh, look at all that. That's that gushy. Look at that. Look at them legs, boy. Now, sawed off ass lady out here. She got that belly out. All that. Be oh, look at her. Oh, she having fun up there. Oh, my Lord. Help me. Let me at her. Let me at her. This is going to be a hey, man. This the one you this the type you marry. She ain't never going to not give you no punani. She going to always give you that stank. She going to always give you that stank stank. It don't matter what you do out there. That girl out there nasty with it. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> Woo. But it's going to be funky enough. It's going to be funky. Who want that gordita? <laughs> Anybody want that gordita? Nobody? All right. Let me add her then. I'll take her. <laughs> it's crazy out here. They be wildin'. All right, shout out to our boy Rudy says, hit me with the I love Pogs, brother. It is Tuesday, but of course, I got to I gotta dig that clip out. I don't have that clip readily available. So that clip is kind of buried somewhere in the bottom of my Twitter. So the thing is, I got to scroll, scroll, scroll. I might not be able to find him fast enough. He gets buried. All right, I did find him. I did find him. Let me see if I can get him up here. Here we go. Pod. That's what I like. Yeah, yeah. Hey, say that video again. Say it one more time, but say it slow. Pog, P-A-W-G. Badass white girls. Oh, no, don't talk about you like, bro? Yeah. I like fat ass white girls, the thick time. Oh, the no. Types. Yeah. Yeah. Those are my favorite. Oh, oh Jesus. Oh, this ninja. Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> oh, those are his favorite. Oh, that's what I'm about. Okay. Oh, man, this ninja. Mm. Hey, man. Dude, that cut, that haircut right there, radio. Radio with the pog. <laughs> that is a current haircut. That's his haircut, brothers. This video looks like it's from 50 years old. Ninja rolled out, pog. Shout out to our brother Juco says, tuition for my favorite African-American out here. Uh, look at my African-American <laughs> over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? Pog. Pog, badass white girl, the thick kind. He sound like a predator. He sound like a straight up predator out there. This ninja was out there. Yeah, that brother's starving. He definitely time traveled. Somebody said he's on the spectrum without a doubt. Okay, 
Shout out to uh, No Government AMSD says coach women around 40 are still finding themselves by themselves and walking in new paths. He says, what are they looking for? Meanwhile, men know that the only thing we need to find is ways to get more money. Thank you for the content, coach. Ooh, I'm going to touch on that in a minute. Doom and gloom, it's going to be hard. I'm going to let y'all know. Pause. Macaroni Tony, the gems you give when your freestyling is insane. Message. Also, ninjas going uh, ninjas going up on locals with gorditas. This day favorite day. Shout out to you. All right. Yes, indeed. All right. Let's get back into it, man. Doom and gloom CGA. Okay, we're back. Doom and Gloom CGA. Man, this is going to be a hard one for y'all to handle. Let's start with uh, presidential candidate Nikki Haley. This is going to be the thing for Doom and Gloom CGA. Nikki Haley's up here. I don't know when this video came out, but this clip has been circulating. I see August 24th as a day, but some of y'all ninjas ain't paying attention. We be paying attention to like Cynthia G and Kendra D and 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 uh, y'all be paying attention to the Sprinkle Sprinkle Girl, uh, Cat Williams, Jeannie Mai, you know what I mean? Y'all some bread and circus ass ninjas. But meanwhile, the real deal is going on here. So I have to drop some knowledge here and tell you what's going on. Uh, It doesn't look good. Just to let y'all ninjas know, it doesn't look good. And why should I, why am I telling you this? This is why I told you, just pick four things, focus on that. The rest will take care of itself. Ninja, you gonna make it up at the end of the day. What is Nikki Haley gonna say here? Well, she's gonna say, it's time to raise the retirement age because 65 is way too low. Wow. Here we go right here. And she's not the only one that thinks like this because Nikki Haley is. The announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. Oh, for sure. You already know. Let's listen. Candidates on that stage that said they wouldn't touch entitlements, including Trump. And any candidate that says they're not going to touch entitlements means that they're basically going to go into the go into office and then leave America bankrupt. Social Security is going to mm-hmm. go bankrupt in 10 years. Medicare is going to go bankrupt in eight. So the way we deal with it is we don't touch anyone's retirement or anyone who's been promised in. But we go to people like my kids in their 20s when they're coming into the system and we say the rules have changed. Oh. We change retirement age to reflect life expectancy. Oh. Instead of cost of living increases, we do it based on inflation. We oh, limit the benefits on the wealthy, and we expand Medicare Advantage plans. Mm. What's the right age there, then, Ambassador? Well, I think we have to do the numbers. We've got to figure out what it is, but what we do know is 65 is way too low. Oh, oh the Ninja tried to say bread and, uh, politics is bread and circus. Ninja, if you're not paying attention to this, you are, you got your head up your ass. Do you see what they're doing? And by the way, this is normal. The retirement age has uh, been raised uh, expeditiously over the last 80 years. So essentially what's happening is the boomers are about to about to take the bag. They about to wear our ass out. So that what does that mean for you? If you're Gen X, Ninja, you're going to be carrying the bag. Just keep grinding. It ain't going to you're not retiring. Okay, Gen Z millennials. Y'all ninjas going to be working for 50 years. Okay, retirement is not even going to be possibility or will be in full scale socialism by this particular point. Take a look at this chart. The average year, uh, average retirement age, as you can see in the 1960s, 53. 
Okay, all the way up to 61 for uh, women and then 65 and then it is lowering for men. However, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Uh, We have equality here. Attempting to get your money, attempting to qualify for Medicaid has gone up uh, over the years. Attempting to be able to get into your IRA, full Social Security retirement age, 66. They're saying 70 now, 70, 70. Now, y'all ninjas going to be working, man. <laughs> y'all ninjas about to, y'all ninjas going to work. If you're not paying attention, this is going to happen regardless. Nikki Haley is just one person. All right, she already knows what's coming forward, and this is not a surprise to me. It might be a surprise to you, but y'all better work, bitch. Y'all better get y'all ass to work. I don't want to know what y'all are doing here, or y'all better vote in your socialist bullshit. I don't know what you're going to do here. I'm not here for the solution type shit. But, yeah, Social Security will run out of money. But the, what does that mean? Well, it says a recent report found that starting in 2035, retirees will only receive part of their benefits, and that's going to start at 77% of their benefits. Well, if you retire before that, you're going to get 100% of your benefits, and then it's going to essentially go down over time. Then she even mentioned inflation. So battling inflation, you're getting less Social Security benefits for Gen X. Millennials, forget about it. Gen Z, forget about it. But Gen X are going to have less access, okay? This is, should not be a surprise, but I got a lot of normies that watch me. This, is, this has been predicted 40 years ago. But now we're hearing people talk about it, so this is the reality. And then now you're going to see what? People are going to have to work for a long time. That's where it is. You're going to have to work. You're not, or you're going to have to be very diligent about saving, getting more from your 401k, getting, a, getting your IRA set, and then getting your investments and or purchasing property, real estate, and all of that shit. Maybe if you're doing crypto. Most people don't invest. Most people don't invest. And here's the next problem. You're not going to be able to purchase a house. Most people are going to be essentially cornered out. So much for the conspiracy theory of your own nothing and like it. We're actually here, and I want you to pay attention to this. Pay attention to this. Listen to this. This person's going to talk about Nevada, but this this is worldwide. This is all of the United States. Uh, basically being cornered out by corporate entities buying all the rental properties. Listen to this. Class is getting priced out of Las Vegas. I'm going to show you the biggest culprit that nobody seems to be worried about. A Wall Street funded in Dallas, Texas based corporate landlord called Invitation Homes just purchased over 250 houses located in Clark County. After that $98 million deal, they now own a total of 3,500 rental homes in Clark. So this entity owns 3,500 rental homes. Listen up. Prices continue to rise. The state is experiencing a housing crisis. Is this why Nevada is seeing the greatest affordable housing shortage the state has ever seen and a housing shortage in general? Let's find out. According to this report, corporate investors, also known as corporate sharks, could own close to 40% of all U.S. homes in just six years. All right, y'all didn't hear that, did you? New, 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 new world I just order. have to remind the people, just so you know, for the people that say, this ain't nothing new, just bear with me. Most people are normies. We got to get everybody on the same page. Corporate entities are going to own 40% of rental properties. Woo! Wait! You heard that, right? They're saying, how are they going to do that? They're going to do it, which means you're going to be priced out of the marketplace. You're already priced out, right? Do you feel like you're priced out? Yes, you're priced out. So you'll own nothing and like it is not much of a conspiracy theory anymore. So what does that mean? What does this all mean? Let's put it all together. Number one, if you're a millennial, Gen Z, you're not going to be able to own property, all right? You're going to be priced out of the market on property. More likely, not not everybody, but most, unless you have 
come from a blue chip, you're going to be priced out. You're probably never going to be able to buy, which means you're going to pay higher rates in rent, which means you're not going to be able to save. Inflation is going to continue to go up. It's not going down anytime soon, not to the to the days of the zero to two percent. It's not going to happen. Not only that, into your future, they're char- they're going to raise the retirement age right on schedule. 70, 72 to meet the expectations of life expectancy. So you better make sure you're healthy because your bitch ass is about to go to work. You're going to have to go to work. And if you're not saving money and investing the money, what's going to happen? Dependopotamus. Many women are going to be in in dire straits. That's why we're talking about Gen Z and millennials. They're going to be in dire straits. So this is a perfect storm. This is the perfect storm where everything comes together. I hate people are going to say doom and gloom. Guys, this is reality gloom. This is where it is. So you got the politicians, the elderly politicians now. They're they're doing essentially just taking off the top, sending your money over to these wars that don't mean anything. And then also they're pricing you out, raising the retirement age as they reach retirement age. They're skimming off the Social Security. Most of the workers, the boomers, they're the people who are going to take most of the Social Security. They're going to take most of the Social Security because... Less of them will be working full time, but it's just going to be way more not putting that money back into Social Security. So that's where the problem is with the boomers, because they're going to work less, put less money back into Social Security. They're going to take their 100 percent, leaving you with starting at 77 percent by 2034. Okay, and it's going to continue to go down uh, expeditiously. Then you're not going to have property to be able to invest in, sell like the boomers. Okay, this is a perfect storm. Um, this is a perfect storm for me. So what does that mean? What does that mean? Ninja, it's time to save yourself. All right, all this bullshit about Cat Williams and relationships and all this little shit out here, all that bread and circus, it is time to get serious. If you're, tr- um, if you're still trying to um, uh, catch up on inflation today and you ain't out here grinding and you're out here stealing money from others and you're out here waiting for your handout, you're waiting for the rainy day to clear up and the sun to come out, you're waiting too long. Ninja, it's time to grind. Ladies, you know what time it is. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear it. Yeah, if you got to do that, you got to do that, Ninja. But you better save a little bit of that money when you come up out of there, man. It's getting real out here in the field. It's getting real out here in the field. So a lot of people don't know this information. A lot of people are still like, what's going on? All right, what do we do now? You're looking for an answer. The answer is in yourself, really. Okay, if you got baggage, if you got dead weight, throw that shit off to the side right now. It is not game time. And somebody said, no, coach, you're wrong. I think child support is draining the Social Security more than anything. First of all, you were correct. You didn't have to say I was wrong. That is part of it. So don't be a jackass about it. Obviously, social, uh, child support is graping Social Security, but that's not it by itself. The reality is boomers are going to work less. They're going to put less of their earnings back into Social Security via their automatic contribution to it. They're going to work less and go back. But listen, a lot of jackasses watch my show. Don't be a jackass. That was your warning. You're not going to tell me I'm wrong. I'm right. We can just add that caveat. Just add that caveat and then continue to go there. All right. But anyway, all right, these bitch ninjas watch my show. All right. I don't know why you do that. (laughs) All right. But you want to be right, but I'm the king of kings here. You're watching me, all right? So what you ain't going to do is tell me I'm wrong, all right? Because you're watching me. Now, if you stop watching me, I won't even notice. 
I won't even notice. But what you're probably going to do is watch me without being able to comment. All right. That's your next step. All right. So blocking is going to be next. That was your warning, you bitch ninja. All right. So anyway, all right, let's get back to it. That's doom and gloom CGA. All right, we back in here. We back in here. Ninja's always got to say, Ninja's always got to be you wrong. No, Ninja, I'm right. If you wanted to add something more to it, add something more. Other than that, Ninja, you going to come in here with that type of seat. You going to get your ass booted up out of here. <laughs> All right, anyway, let's get back to the show. <laughs> All right. All right, come on, man. We can all agree. We can all agree, but don't come in here like you the king of kings in here. There's only one. There's only one. You the court jester. <laughs> All right, anyway, you're going to always be the court jester, or if you don't have your show of your own, you're going to listen to me be right. That's what you're going to be. <laughs> All right. And by the way, y'all ninjas is going in the debt, and you had a nerd to come over here and talk shit to me. Hey, man, don't ever. Anyway, let's get back to these contributions over here. Let's go to the pizzle. What are we at? Shout out to our brother here. I don't even know how to pronounce this, but we're going to call you S-A-R-L. Shout out to you. Shout out to you. What do we got over here? Okay, we got two more. One, two, three, four. Pro man, he says, sorry for the length. In the 60s, the NWO got rid of endangered services for racial slavery after blacks and white joined together to fight the elite. After the Civil War, the elites created the one-drop rule brought in the Klan after the black and white farmers fought. Against carpetbackers, I do believe blacks should vote for the orange man, but sleep with one eye open. Whatever happens after the elite gives you, what happens after the elite gives out another divisive deal? All right, that's new, 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 new world order. That's what it is. <laughs> All right, shout out to you. All right, you guys are really, anybody ever heard the phrase circle the wagons? They've circled the wagons at this particular point. They circled the wagons. They pretty much have figured out how to make this work. And you got no wriggle room. Shout out to Kalen. What's up, Coach Joel? And B score 70 on uh, last night. Cat had 62. Have you ever coached a player who scored 50 in the game? Probably not. I've seen people score, but I don't think I've had a player to do that. Not on my team. Probably they scored it against me. Somebody says, speak up, man. That was a long-ass, long-winded ninjas. David said, funny, I've been seeing videos that show up on my Instagram for some reason. And the example was one, uh, the example one was a caption that said at age 33, we lost or we lose the male gaze and I'm here for it. And all the comments was like, yes, girl, I'm tired of these men. I'm not here to impress any men thoughts. They say that now. They say that now. All right. But um, years later, it's going to be a difference, right? Listen, whatever you guys got to imagine, like, you know, when you become a 40 year old man and you're handsome <laughs> and you got money, you're going to be tired of broke women asking you for money. Let you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke. Yeah. Dead, flat, stony broke. Yeah. I've got $3.85 in my purse. That's the truth. That's the truth. So I'm tired of broke bitches. That's what I'm tired of. <laughs> right. So. I'm just like young women are tired of men talking to them and looking at them. I'm tired of these broke ass women. 
That's what I'm tired of. <laughs> all right, here we go right here. But it all changes. All right, anyway, because they broke out here. All of them out here are dry begging, dry begging, stealing. Did you see Nia Long's ass up on the internet the other day? And all these people, look at Nia Long. She still got it. I'm like, mm. let me let me pull up Nia Long's picture recently. Even I had another black woman show me, look at Nia Long. She looking good. I'm like, <laughs> hold on for a second. I'm confused. I'm thoroughly confused as to what the hell is our purpose? What are we doing? Let me see if I can find it. All right. I'm going to find a picture. And it was like, look at her. She still got it. Now, I'm going to tell you what she got. She got her pockets full and her face full of Botox. That's what she got. She got a touch up from her goddamn pharmacist. That's what she got. What the hell are we doing? Oh, here it is right here. Here it is. So right at that dude she obviously got her got she already got her cheek implants and her gels and her botox look at her face she got a facelift look at her she looked beautiful and natural and a face full of filters and she got her hair done after uh stealing all that child support money from her ex <laughs> that's called botox right there and a whole bunch of stuff she got jaw imp- she got jaw this is allegedly by the way she got some work done right there, bro. That's what it looks like to me. Who, who thinks that's natural? Look at her eyelid, her, her bottom eyelid covering her face. She, that's definitely some brothers. Mm. <laughs> she got gel implants. Where's that one lady that was saying all the stuff she got on her face? Hold up for a second. Let me find it. I'm like, y'all so easily fooled. Look at her. Black don't crack. I'm like, Ninja, that is a lot of needles to the face. That is a lot of needles to the face. And I say that allegedly. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I'm like, y'all cannot be this dumb. All right. But again, I'm going to tell you how she got it. That check cleared. That first child support check cleared. And she went right to the butcher shop. <laughs> she went right to get that face chopped up and paralyzed. That's what she went to go do. But hey, I ain't hating on her. But everybody see what it is, what time it is. She didn't jump on the internet before that, did she? Nope. Nope. She didn't do it. She didn't do it. I'm trying to find that woman with all the, uh, she had the video explaining all the things she got done to her face. Oh, I can't find it. Of course I can't find it. I wish to find it, though, because it's proper timing to play the video. I wish I could find it. Damn, damn, damn. Damn, damn, damn. All right, let me see if I can get it real quick here. All right. It was a woman that I've done a video on before. But I'm like, brothers, nothing, none of this shit is natural. It's, this is not natural beauty. Stop, stop, stop fooling yourself out here. All right, I can't find the damn thing. All right, forget it. The moment's gone. <laughs> the moment's gone. That's a lot of Photoshop filter and injections to the face. That's what that is. And it came from child support money. Child support money. Face by child support. All right, anyway. All right, anyway, man, it's wild as hell. Y'all weirdos. What were we doing? I have no idea. Shout out to Matthew says, thank you, coach. Knowledge is power, and men who disperse it graciously will receive their just reward. Appreciate you, man. I think I'll get a reward maybe in heaven. Indeed. Indeed. Somebody said Zoe. Hair 
makeup, esthetician, facials, vagina waxing, everything. That is all independent. Yeah, Zoe's got it right, I guess. Yeah. Hair, makeup, esthetician, facials, vagina waxing, everything. That is all independent. Yeah, that's independent. So look at her. She's strong and independent now. And she didn't jack somebody. What is she getting? $35,000 a month. All of a sudden, she comes out on the internet smiling (laughs) with a face full of paralyzed medication. All right, but uh, anyway, this is all allegedly. Everything I say is alleged. It's not for certain. It's just commentary. (laughs) All right, anyway, let's get back to it. Ay, ay, ay. I don't know what to tell you guys, man. I don't know what to tell you guys. I'm here trying to help you. Uh, of course, some ninjas in here trying to trying to take over the show. Get your own show. I worked hard for this shit. All right, anyway, let's get back to it. Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky. Come get high with me. That's a deal, right? Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Let's do, let's do this. Let's hit the like button. Let's hit the like button. And talk about Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Let's take you to a city near you. You'll have to guess what city this is. We got a ninja. He says we need to pick better out here, fellas. We need to pick better. It's 2024, and this is what happens when you stop paying bills for a girl. I just got off work. I come to my car, and this is what I find. Then she left a note on the back of my car. Look at this. Since you won't pay my bills, pay for your window. Ah, Period. Okay. So this is a little bit of the backstory. This is what happened. You what happened? She hit me up yesterday, right? And she was like, oh, uh, I need you to pay my phone bill. I need you to pay my rent. I need you to pay all this stuff. I told her I ain't paying your bills no more. Find somebody else to do it. And the reason why I cut her off and stopped telling her I'm going to pay her bills is because every time I text her phone and I call her phone, she always treating me like I'm an option. She'll never respond to my call. She'll never text me back in a reasonable amount of time. So I say, man, it's 2024. We ain't doing that this year. You ain't going to be treating me like I'm no no second option then when you need your bills paid all of a sudden your phone working you can hit me up if you ain't got that energy to hit me up no other time don't hit me up when your bills did so I told her I wasn't gonna pay no more her bills to do nothing for her. Wow. you feel me she ended up trying to argue with me I hung up in her face mm-hmm. you feel me and this is what I find wow. but guess what and you know who I'm talking to you lucky I don't expose you I don't even care the uh, money's still here, oh, baby. No. It ain't nothing but a couple hundred dollars that's going to take to fix this window. Don't and you know do I'm that. racked up. I'm still going to get right. Don't do that. It's crazy. Oh. Don't brag. Look what she did to my car. Look what she did to my car. I can't stand it, though. I can't stand this bitch. What's this Oh, man. Damn. Yeah. I see what she did to your car, but now you flashing money out here. You 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 talking about man? I don't know, man. You know, <laughs> we do have to pick better. Um, we got to stop saving these hoes too, ninja. We got to stop saving these hoes. I mean, I thought the straggle was bad enough, but the sniggle on the other side of the camera. I don't know, man. That commentary was interesting. She must have knew you had some money. Okay, Percy. I got money. <laughs> Goodness. Yeah, man, men, men are out here struggling. Men got to learn the hard way. Men got to learn the hard way. Yes. 
All right, Stragglewood Sniggle Theater, let's take you to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and take a look at this straggle. Uh, she thick, too, ain't she? All right, let's get to it. Oh. Oh. Oh my! Uh oh! Can't even handle a female. Look at that right there, Ninja! I never seen a foop. I mean, that's love handles and a flat-backed fat woman. I can't. I don't think I've ever seen one of those. How are you flat-backed it? And you wide. I, that's interesting. Y'all ninjas got some cheap standards out here. Cheap liquor and fast women. Oh, oh no. Look at her. Oh, she's still here. Look at this. Look at this. Oh, my Lord. And she got a pack. She got a travel pack. She got a suitcase. Did she steal a suitcase? Oh, she out of there. Oh, man. Look at this, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Look at this. Not the honey buns. Not the honey buns. She do have her hair done in the snuffleupagus eyelashes. She's irate. She's beside herself. Oh, she punking the uh, corner store ninja. She, she, Habibi getting punked. Oh, he's skedaddling. Not Habibi. All right, Habibi running from the Mastodon over here, man. Oh, here she come on the other side, and she is irate. And she got a lot to say. Take a look at this body. Good Lord. Them saggy waggies out here, man. Protect your neck out here. They, hey, I'm going to tell you. We talk a lot about broke women over here, but they're dangerous. Let you get it through your <laughs> sick right. skull Goodness. that I'm broke. Dead, flat, stony, broke. I've got $3.85 in my purse. Um, I'm thinking that her booty is on backwards. Taking a look at this physique here. Yeah, I think her booty's on backwards. I think her booty's in the front right there. You see that right there. She definitely got her booty in the front. She's built. She's a BMW. Can we shoot these people or no? <laughs> right. Can we shoot them or no? Is that racist? Okay, let's continue. Anyway, I believe in corporal punishment. Stragglers Niggle Theater going to Tennessee. We've been to Pittsburgh. We've been to Baltimore. Now we're in Tennessee. And is it Memphis? 78-year-old white woman is robbed in church by two straggles. One of them even pretended to pray while her with her while the other stole her wallet. Then they went on a $7,000 shopping spree. All right, so we're in Tennessee. Take a look at this. Oh, the humanity. Wow, the Myesha. Look at Myesha. Something tells me she's the result of drug parents. All right, she does, she's underdeveloped. So she needs to cook again. She's undercooked. Myesha needs a little bit more time in the womb here. She didn't come out full. And take a look at this. All right, Antonio. And her, wait, Antonio? Mm. <laughs> new, 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 new world order. 
They said Antonio. That's one of the women is Antonio. Oh, I should have knew some. Okay, so it's a transgender. Or, okay, let's continue here. Here's the video. There's an old white lady in Tennessee right there. And does there is there a church in Clarksville, oh, Tennessee? Clarksville. Two women join her. One sits in front, the other right behind. They strike up a conversation. Then it happens. One stranger asks Linda to hold hands and pray together. Her head bowed and eyes closed. Linda is distracted. Cops say the woman behind reaches into her bag, takes out Linda's wallet, and helps herself to the cash and other items. No. Then she puts the empty wallet back in Linda's bag. Oh. Straight jacket. The two women hightail it out of the church. Oh, they Cops say these suspects went on a $7,000 shopping spree at a Sam's Club store using Linda's credit cards. Later that night, the outraged pastor, Larry Robertson, spoke out about the theft from the lectern. Keep your eye on your wallet even at church, I guess. I just never in a million years thought about anything like that happening. It's sickening. What happened is ridiculously evil you know they wanted to say a couple of niggers in there it where's clarksville tennessee you know they grew up talking about clarksville tennessee a good place to raise a boy y'all don't get it do y'all y'all don't get it yes clarksville tennessee a good place to raise a boy y'all don't get it all right, anyway, you knew they wanted to say a couple of niggers in there. And these lazy, shiftless niggers. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> All right, you know they wanted to say <laughs> the way she sound. And I can't believe these no good picking in the niggers got out. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, we on live TV. Hold on for a second. I can't believe these poor people had to take this particular type of straight jacket. All right, let's continue, man. Holy mackerel. All right, that's crazy. And they out there stealing in the church, man. And, of course, it's somebody that is on the other side or the devil side over here. They got you walking in, stealing in the church. She got a mustache, too. Straight jacket. She she got a mustache. Antonio got a mustache. Oh, my goodness. Straggle and Sniggle Theater presses on. Uh, we got Ursuline up here. Uh, Ursuline ain't gonna make it. I think this is a skip, but we'll go ahead and play it. Answer card. I'm leaving your shit right here, but before I leave, I want to tell you, you put too much shit in your memo. Get the eggs from the back. Drive easily over the bumps so don't, my eggs don't crack. It's too much. I'm already in the goddamn shopping store for over an hour. Then you want me to reach to the back to see the, the date. That's the long. I'm not doing all that no more, ma'am. You're going to make me quit my job. Don't do that. You stay blessed. Your Instacart is here. Ursuline. Ursuline. Get your ass off my board. Did Instacart give you my ID number? <laughs> Did Instacart give you my ID? Sorry, ma'am. Please don't report me. I'm just trying to keep my job. Oh. Stay blessed. Stay blessed, Ursuline. Oh, she out of there, Ursuline. <laughs> Who's naming these people? Who's naming these people? Ursuline? All right, whoever was getting this ring doorbell, she had some complaints, and the complaints weren't taken lightly. I guess she went right on her Instacart and looked up her ID, Ursuline. Ma'am, you got that job. You lucky to have that job. You better work, bitch. <laughs> right, she up in there saying, hey, man, y'all asking for too much out here. All right, straggling Sniggle Theater, I got one for the Nasty Boys. Nasty Boys, pay attention. 
and listen. Look at what we have here. I'll play the audio with no audio, but wow. Woo-wee. Exercising. I know the Nasty Boys is in heaven in here. Take a look. My goodness. That is unbelievable. That is a shape. I don't even know what type of shape that is, but the Nasty Boys are happy as a mother sucker. I'm assuming this is a Zumba class. Wow. Okay. I can't play. Wowzers. Wowzers. Woo-wee. Sister girl, your GMO is out of control. You need to stop with the GMO, ma'am. That's too much GMO, too much chicken, hypertension, diabetes, and all of that in a bag of chips. Ahoy. You big on the bottom and small on the top. Like, how does this happen? This is definitely a disorder. This is definitely a disorder. They do have a disorder related to this, but ninjas will be clapping shakes. Will clap is entered. The, oh, my God. How did she get in them pants? That's what I want to know. She dancing pretty good, too. She don't walk very well, but she she dancing pretty good there. Okay, get it, Nana. Oh, man. Oh, the walk is, oh, jeez, no. There's definitely, that's a disorder. That's not healthy right there. That's not good. I don't even know how that's possible. Okay. All right, we're going to go to Stragglewood's Niggle Theater, last one. Yeah, we. this is a town near you. All right, this woman says, y'all old aces need to move out of your mama's house so her man can stay over okay everybody would think that they're talking about young people but listen to sister girl right here sister girl's gonna set these uh shiftless lazy people right she's gonna set them in order here let's go with it oh, oh my god what you saying you, you don't like that your mama always is. what you saying niece you don't like that your mama always got her boyfriend over no, there no i'm tired of that like let me tell you something you want to see him all in the kitchen when i'm in the kitchen yeah but your, your mama's your, your, your mama's a grown damn woman and and, and all of you guys are grown really niece you and your brothers, all y'all 35, 36 years old, still living with your damn mamas. Oh still living with your damn mamas. If your mama want to have somebody all oh, up and Lord. through her house, she can have a man all up and through her house. Who auntie is this? All right. She a good looking auntie. I want to see what her hair look like. It's probably not very good with that hat on her head. Must be cold outside. But uh, she trying to kick out the kids so mama can be out here getting them cheeks clapped. In these streets. All right, it makes sense. But, you know, you know, you got to love the kids. The kids need a little bit of help. You know, it's hard to get out here and afford rent. I wonder how old these kids are. 35? Oh, that's terrible. See, you damn kids, y'all think... Y'all think it's because a woman get older. They, we don't have no knees. We. Let them knees are gone, honey. Older women still got knees, honey. Oh. You think just because your mama's 60 years old, those knees to be loved on 60. and cuddled is gone. 60? All right. These are, okay. Um, So the kids are in their 30s? Oh, that's disgraceful. That's disgraceful. And they're complaining that mom has her boyfriend over? What city is this? This is definitely Milwaukee. This is definitely Milwaukee. You're in your 30s, and you're complaining about your mother having company over. Ninja, man, slap yourself. Mm. Slap yourself. And this auntie look good. I definitely will clap her little cheeks. All right, anyway. Your mama still got the needs to be loved on the color. And you motherfuckers oh. still living with your mom at 37? Oh, How old is BB? BB Jr., 39? BB Jr. 
<laughs> 39 years old. What are we? Oh, humanity. I think because you call him BB, he still lives at home. Son, husband. Give him a real name, not a nickname. You too old for nicknames. Well, I'll take that back. I have my own nicknames. You too old for a baby nickname, BB. What BB Jr.? How old he be? 39? These people out here crazy. All right, what are you doing out here? 39? You're almost 40 and you're living at the crib? You don't want your mama's cheese clap? She needs some loving too. Y'all still living up there under her damn roof, ain't paying shit. No. Y'all oh. need to get the fuck on out her damn house. In fact, she can have who the fuck she wants. Facts. Amen. She should be able to walk butt ass naked in oh. her house. Her I don't want to see that, but she ain't lying. Ain't her damn man. If she want to walk butt ass naked in her house, that's oh. her damn right. Oh that, my god. You grown ass kids need to get your lives together. Get out. Get yourself a nice, old, nice person, and get the fuck on oh. out her damn. Now this is these be the people. Now, these be the people, the women be like, I'm 40 and I'm all right. I don't need a man and I'm good and I'm happy. But they be living at their parents' house. Mm -hmm. They do. A lot of women online like, I don't I don't know what's the problem, but they broke. Right. I'm good. I'm living good. And what what women will do is minimalize. Right. So they'll just say I can do with less <laughs> instead of being better because they can't get better. But they'll be like, I'm living my best life. Still need some rent money, yeah. Your rent's due, motherfucker. All right, but auntie ain't lying. You grown-ass kids. And then she's calling them kids. See, that's the problem. How are they kids in your 35 and 39? Why would you even call them a kid? Why would you even call them a kid? These aren't, these aren't kids. They're, they're somebody's children for sure. But they're not children. This is crazy how people say these things. Failure to launch for sure. And let mama out here get her cheeks clapped. She didn't put in 60 years. She didn't put in 60 years. Now she want her toothless man to come over there and eat her biscuits. Mm. BB. <laughs> right, BB. Where's BB at? I think that's Straggle at Snickle Theater. It is. Hey. With me, if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five stick, you can get high with me. That's a deal, right? Ride. What what are we doing here? All right, do me a favor, hit that like button. Let hit that like button. We're almost there. Coming up. We have hit it or quit it. I'm sorry, prime or decline. Prime or decline coming up. I'm gonna have to do a little bit of work here, but let me get over here. Pug Dad says. He's got, I've chatted with the dad a few times. I'm going to introduce him to the RP, assuming his ass won't be in jail. Oh, we don't want him to go to jail, but if he did whoop her, if he did whoop her, James, J. James says baby boomer housing inventory coming on the market as they begin to pass investors swooping up pennies on the dollar before it hits the market for normies. Absolutely. And I'm hearing even baby boomers, they don't even want to sell their properties. They don't even want to sell it. Okay, and that's been the problem I've been telling you about buying homes. It's a great purchase, but some people are stuck, right? They don't want to downgrade their lives. Uh, if they sell their home, they got to go somewhere, and this is a bad market to buy. So what are they going to do? Rent? Spend their money? So they're holding on to their properties, and they're going to hold on to them until they die. Hopefully they pass them on, but they're probably going to reverse mortgage it, if anything. Some of these baby boomers still owe money on their houses. People are like, of course, coach, but no, not of course, <laughs> okay? You still owe money on your house and you're 60, about to be 70? So much for your 30-year mortgage. All right, but um, anyway, 
But yes, if they do put them on the market, the investors are going to swoop them up before you get your little money ready. You're like, I got my 3.5% down FHA loan. Here I come. They're going to be like, nope. You're like, I can't. I'm going to wait for the housing market to crash. Okay. (laughs) It's crazy. Okay. Yep. These corporations are going to come swoop all that shit up. Yep. New, 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 new world order. Quick. Before you get your little money ready in your credit application. Before you go to Bank of America and get your little credit file ready. The corporation going to come swoop that shit up. They got us by the short hairs. They got us by the short hairs. (laughs) They're not letting y'all get in. It's a big old club and you ain't in it. I hate to sound all doom and gloom, but you got to protect your neck out here. You got to protect your neck. Wholesalers are going to kill it out here, JC says. When I start slanging and selling salami, don't say shizzle. Justin O says, in the game Cyberpunk 2077, will I be alive? I'll be 102 years old. He says, uh, the U.S. dollar collapses and is replaced by the euro dollar. America fell and was ruled by corporations. Texas seceded from the United States and became its own nation. The government cannot help you now. They're not in the business to help. Okay, these are the things that I tell you as a a piece of information. They're not in the business to help you. If you've been watching me long enough, you know that this is not new information. Yes, people are like, stop being political. I've been telling y'all a long time. Okay, if they are, you know, and a lot of people do see them as a source of help. I don't understand. But some people do. What we need to do is vote this person in and we need to get the government to do something for the people. Man, that's that ship has sailed. That ship has sailed. Now, what they know is if you need help, they're just going to take advantage of you, meaning that they have the okie doke already planned. Right. So when you go, let me give you an example. And I said this in real time. I said, by the time you get that stimulus check, it's going to get swallowed up by inflation and or. Um, and or gas prices or food and prices increase soon as you got the stimmy check but what did y'all do y'all went and got the stimmy check and by the way when this was happening in real time i told you that's an example of how the government helps you by the time you got the check it was already swallowed up then you had to pay taxes on that check and i was like they got y'all <laughs> stop asking for help will you help your monkey ass self but y'all don't want to hear me though y'all don't hear me though y'all don't hear me all right I don't want to listen. Oh, CGA's wrong. Yeah, okay. <laughs> right? They're not in the business to help you. They're in the business to take advantage of you. Yes. Oh, what? They'll poison us? Yes, they will. I don't give a fuck about you. They really don't. You think they care about you? Ninja Neighbor brought how many millions of Me- uh, Mexicans around the border? Anyway, how many people didn't come across the border? You think they care about you? They don't care. Just pay your taxes, Ninja. They don't give a fuck. But you still out here trying to pander to them. All right, you still asking them, your representative, your local representative. They don't care. Chuck of a love, Ninja says, Coach Wright, like two left shoes. Appreciate you. The regular dude says, young people dying at an alarming rate. What the F? They mean 70-year-olds. By the way, young people are dying here. Cali West Miami says the last ninja who said CGA was wrong got his ass ran off of YouTube. Shout out to Hafiz indeed. And his cheap leisure suit. 
Great video with GMB, free agent lifestyle for life. Shout out to you, man. Yes, yes. Indeed. Indeed. Shout out to Ladies Love Cool C says, how much you want to bet that we will see the Super Bowl finals, World Series, and all major sport events on streaming only in the future? Streaming only options. Yeah, I mean, we're almost already there. And uh, Ladies Love Cool C, I don't know how old you are, but check this out. There was a time, there was a time when I was a young boy Back in the day when I used to walk to school uphill both ways in six feet of snow in the middle of an earthquake in a blizzard, there was a time that sports was only on network TV. Okay? There was a time that sports was only on network TV, meaning ABC, CBS, and NBC. And there was uh, this thing that happened called cable television. Cable television at the time was not the big dog. Not every house had a cable television, a cable television installed. But there was a time before ESPN became a giant that they said even playoffs in championship series will be on cable television. Now that was when I was in, that was when I was in middle to high school and they were saying that. And people were like, no, that's crazy. There's no way. Of course, now you look at it. If you want to watch March Madness, you got to have TNT and TBS. If you want to watch NFL now, you got to have like the Peacock and ESPN, right? So you got to have some sort of streaming service and cable. Most games don't come on network TV. Remember on Saturday, uh, the NBA on NBC and CBS? You couldn't wait till Brent Musburger came on. That was the only game you were going to see other than your local team. Now, not so much. And even then, you got to even go in even deeper and get your little NBA uh, fast pass or whatever you know. So now, streaming services are now going to have sports. So who just signed? The W, I'm sorry, the World Wrestling Federation just got on Netflix for their Raw brand. So they're going to just stream that. WWE was ahead of time with the WWE app. It got swallowed up and bought out by the NBC Peacock. Um, yeah, we're getting to that point where it's going to be streamed. Streaming's taking over. Streaming's taking over. So you better get in there. And cable died. So I lived in a, in a lifespan where I saw cable take over and cable dying. Boy, stuff happens, man. Stuff happens like that. So yeah, streaming is going to be it. And, uh, also remember, remember when, Everybody was cutting the cable. You were like, let me cut cable so I can save money. Well, there goes that. <laughs> right? <laughs> there goes that. Now you, you've tripled your cable price with all of your apps. You got an app for that. You got an app for that. You got YouTube Premium, right? You got the Peacock Network, WWE app. You got all these apps, Netflix, Hulu, right? Just to keep up with your shows. Because our lives are going like this 24-7. We're trying to work, maybe working two jobs. We don't have time to watch network television. We got to watch the replay. So now, yes, it's going to be just like that. It's going to be just like that. The internet, we'd better have some fast speed in the internet at this point. All right. Yep. 
It happens to everything. Things come and go. I was like Emilio says, shout out to T-Mon and BB. He says, they would have made a great podcast. Shout out to them, and they got put the rest out there. And I tell BB. I wish a nigga would. Yep, $300 worth of subscriptions. Disney Plus, HBO Max, what they used to call HBO Max. Now your, they, now your streaming services far outweigh cable price. Daniel McGee says, mom trying to serve barbecue, but BB won't leave out there, mom. There's barbecue in there. Mom ready to drop that neck. Gains to talk, the channel, ask an older man, is using your meat, money, energy, attention, time theory. He sounds a lot like you. Shout out to him. Mm-mm. Let me look him up real quick. We gave him some free. Let me see. We gave him some free pub right there. Let me see. If, did he put it up there? Okay, I see him. Okay, he's got, he's got a large channel. All right, he's probably watching me right now. All right, man, don't do that to me, bruh. All right, make sure you say my name. Maybe he has said my name. Maybe he has said my name. Uh, but please don't do this, bro. All right, I don't know if you've done it. People are just saying that. But uh, if you have gotten that, definitely you didn't create that. All right, don't do that, bro. All right, anyway. Let's just acting like that. Let's just act like that. I've donated too much to the cause for you to just run off and use my shit. Come up with your own shit. <laughs> Come up with your own shit. Anyway. What are we doing here? Hit the like button. We own it. Yeah, they out here jacking. Don't don't do that. Strike jack. Don't do that. Don't don't thief like that, ninja. That's just a, that's just that's just. I mean, you can take certain things, but don't don't do that. I need money. Shout out to you. I just want to put ten in your pocket. Appreciate you, man. And also give the private investigator the buzzer. ID. All right, they in here looking. They like, where is it? Give me the money. Give me the money. Anyway. All right. They'll just be acting funky out here, man. Don't do that to me. Let me get back to the show. Hey, let's play prime or decline. Let's play a little game, huh? All right, we're going to play a quick game real quick of prime or decline. Let me get my music ready. Prime or decline right here. We're back. Anybody remember a woman? You know, we always talk about the wall. We always talk about the wall right here. And uh, somebody sent me a photo of a, there's many, many examples of this happening out here. And uh, man, it goes bad, man. We do got to appreciate the fact that uh, men, men for the most part, men can keep themselves in shape. We peak later in life and so forth and so on. Let's take you to this woman out here. She's making the rounds on the internet. Anybody remember this woman right here? There she is right there. Okay, look at that, boy. Okay. Anybody remember her? Take a look at that. Mm, mm. Looking racially ambiguous. Is she white? Is she, is she? I don't even know what the hell it is. What is it? She's a Baywatch beauty. Her name is Yasmeen Bleeth. Yasmin Bleeth, that's who that is right there. Baywatch Beauty, blue eyes with the dark circle rims on it. Okay. All right, that's a rarity. She's got a rare condition there. Probably go blind later on. Anybody remember Yasmin? That's how she was looking all so fresh. Mm, mm. Smelling like berries. And <laughs> well, it doesn't always work out for these ladies, man. Um, for some reason, man, the wall comes for them all. Not, man. All oh, the humanity. Mm. 
that can't be true. That cannot be true. Is that Yasmin belief now? Oh, humanity. Man, time is not on your side, ladies. Especially if you're coming from the Caucasus Mountain. You know, it's tough. This is why the Lord wants y'all to select a man early. I know these are bad pictures, man. But how did life start off? Mother Nature and Father Time with tag team champions of the world. My Lord have mercy. It's a little doom and gloom. It happens to the best of us. That's how it started off. And how is it ending? All right, let's find out how it's ending. There it is right there. Oh, what? Oh, my Lord. Oh, the humanity. How did it end? That's letting yourself go. It was working out. Life handed you lemons. <laughs> All right, oh, man, I don't even know what happened there. There's the photo. That is impossible. I can't even, I can't even begin to explain how impossible that would be. I could not imagine. In fact, when we talk about women, you know, aging 40 plus, uh, this is your biggest fear right here. I want to know what you look like in your 20s if you're halfway decent in your 40s. Let me see a picture in your 20s. I mean, this would be like me making $25 million and losing it and still expecting somebody to overlook the fact that I used to be a millionaire ninja. I mean, the Sogmeister got on her. The Sogmeister got her. Man, I mean, you know, some sip come come in here. Coach, she got a rare condition, right? She got a rare condition. Don't be too mean. Don't be too mean. All right, you hit the wall too. Look at you. That's what they're saying in the comments right now. Coach, you're wrong. You're wrong, coach. She got diabetes in a rare condition in the thyroid and lupus. She might, She got to be a Latina. Is she Latina? Imagine, imagine marrying the, 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 the Klein version and realizing what you really missed out on. Yeah. And that's you. I don't know what happened here. On Yes, We Can Critique, we definitely could critique started from the bottom. Started from the bottom. Man, it starts off good, brothers. It starts off good. Damn, just handed to you. Mother Nature was like, I'm going to bless you, child. You do what's best for you. You make the best out of this life. I'm going to bless you with the biggest advantage you've ever seen. And then... Let me find a picture here. All right. And then, uh-oh, she looked like a Karen. I always tell you, Kaylee's turn to Karens. Kaylee's turn to Karens. Kaylee's definitely turn to Karens. It's, it's that thing, man. It's just how it works. Like, there's nothing you can do about it. She probably fighting for her life. All right. It started off good. Okay, where's, where's another example? Now, where's another example of how good it was? You can be a sex symbol one night. 30 years later, you're not a sex symbol. All right, let me guess. Uh, your boy Harvey Weinstein got on her. I'm pretty sure they're going to say Harvey Weinstein got to her, and she has some trauma. Uh, where's Yasmin Bleed? I'm trying to, find some pro- trying to find some pictures of her, some good ones. All right, I can't find any good ones. There's a lot of them here, but I, this is a family show. Trying to find a good one here. Yeah, man, something got on her, man. What do you think got on her? What do you think got her? 
This is her probably in her 30s, mid-30s right here. She definitely looks older right there. Yep, she was working hard. What do you think got on her, man? Time ain't no joke. Time ain't no joke. All right, let me see if they get older right here. All right, she looking at, oh, she's in her I like black men phase right here. She definitely like brothers right there. She done plumped up. <laughs> she dealing with trauma. P. Diddy got to her? Did P. Diddy get to her or the food? Man, you can't stop Father Time, man. Mother Nature is a wonderful woman. Father Time coming in with the hatchet job. Father Time, do not play. All right, good Lord. All right, anyway, I can get her now. Hey, man, this is why I get it, man. You got to get them hot off the presses. Don't let them, don't let these people ever make you believe that you should wait till they older. Mm-mm. I want them hot off the presses right at the junior college. Come on. <laughs> All right, anyway, prime or decline, prime or decline. Y'all want the prime version of her or the decline? You let me know. Because, uh, man, look at her feet, too. She got her feet out. Them feet looking good. I bet you them feet nasty now. 1997. Not even 30 years. 25 years, and it's gone. Mm. Anyway. He said, date women your age. Yeah, I mean, how, let me look her up. Hold on for a second. Let me pop this back up here. You want the prime? I'm going to see what age she is, and I'm going to put this in perspective. See how old she is. 55. All right, she's 55. So she is uh, definitely a Gen, Gen Xer. That's how, I mean, you know, I'm not 55. Uh, she's got a good seven years on me. But uh, a lot of people will be like, Coach, man, you should date women your age. And then this is the age woman they want me to date. Wow, man, boy, that is unbelievable. I wonder what happened to her. There's a lot of examples of this. Man, this is cruel. I will wake up every morning and be like, damn. All right. <laughs> All right, take 25. I'll be like, damn. Ninja, I was the man back in the day. All right, let's get back to the next segment right here. Issues in dating. Who has issues in dating? You guys, it's a tough time. It's a tough go around out here. This guy says dating is a scam. Shout out to Hobusters on Instagram. This guy says dating is a scam. And he says something that's familiar, like I said, but listen, he put an extra twist on it. So I'll let him start speaking. For whatever reason, ever since I was young, I've seen dating as prostitution with extra steps. I mean, when you really break it down, men have been socialized to be Johns and customers and women have in some way, shape or form been socialized to sell sex. But the only real difference in prostitution and dating is that the man's outcome is optional while the woman's outcome is set in stone. If this goes down traditionally, what is the benefit that men get out of the situation that's guaranteed? Again, in a traditional sense, if this goes down correctly, she's not paying his way for anything, not food, not a ticket, not an experience, nothing. There's no guarantee of romance. There's no guarantee of sex. There's not even really a guarantee of a second date. To me, and this is my own little theory, the power of the possibility of pussy is just as powerful as the real thing. Basically, a date is a man honestly selling himself a dream. 
and the women that they date fill in a symbolic role that allows the transaction to actually happen, if that makes any sense. So the only real benefit that men get automatically, no matter what, is social points. So in the dating realm, men aren't buying sex. They're buying proximity to sex. Now, to a lot of men, that holds a lot of value, but to somebody like me, that shit is worthless. But what's wild to me is that the price of the proximity to sex has gone up. That's like saying the buying power of Monopoly money has gone down. What? You mean to tell me I don't even get the real thing and I still gotta offer more? For whatever reason. Straight jacket. Wait a minute. Who are you? Yeah, he's right. He's right. He he got a lot of people come together on that one, but yeah. Why did you put the music in? But he's right. He's right. He must be coach gang. He coach gang. Uh, because not many people have taken dating and prostitution and linked it together. I've successfully done that for about two or three years, but I'm, I'm going to give him his just due. He took it an extra step and added a little uh, 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 ARC into it. Essentially, he added a little bit of... um um. Alan Roger Curry, the possibility of sex. Um, I believe a little Rom Wills was put in there. And but he's right in figuring out the transactional relationship that is going on in dating. So that's the most important issue. And I'm glad a lot of men are getting this and putting it together, which I've been saying all men pay, right? Um, all men pay dating, marriage is transactional. And relationships are transactional. I've been beating that drum for a long time. And I was really one of the few people beating that drum willing to do it. And I see a lot of guys are catching on. It's very fairly obvious. And even the Mac guys are the last guys holding on to hope. The Mac ninjas. <laughs> right? Is he in the chat? Shout out to him. All right. Um, but um, the Mac, the game guys are really the last ones holding on to to this last hope and it's mostly older men like older men like 40 45 gen gen x game guys some of these game guys are still trying to hold on hope on try to sell guys that game is the solution and it's getting more difficult for them to be even to uh, um to be able to keep this charade going and keeping guys approaching and, and doing these things and when they're figuring out that for women, they're in their mind. The, the problem with it is that women are struggling economically and they don't have very much use for men. So they're not desperate for love. They're not desperate to be sold a dream. They're hungry. <laughs> right? So, right, like back in the day, a woman wanted a dream. A woman wanted the possibility of having a, a partner or a, a mate. A woman wanted the possibility of being strung along. The woman wanted the possibility to associate with a high-status guy. Today, they broke. They hungry. Where's that one woman that said, I'm hungry? They just hungry right now. That's all they're doing right now. So with that being said, they don't have time to kind of play this game right here of, of, of trying to figure out what your intentions are or, or, or stringing you along or you stringing her along. They ain't got time. These women want to eat and they got rent to pay. So that's the your problem. Due, that is the problem. And I will always challenge guys who believe that that's the solution. I say, you're not even taking the woman in consideration, meaning that this bitch is hungry. 
right? They try to put gas in their car. As a matter of fact, here's a guy right here, a cold approach ninja. We got a cold approach ninja right here. Uh, let's critique his cold approach. Uh, here it is right here. Oh, do you see him on the screen? Milwaukee Bucks stand up. These women hungry. So look, this is a guy he decided to approach. Now, I don't know if this is a skit, but I don't like the fact that whoever this woman is, maybe for safety reasons or whatnot, why are you recording the guy? Why are you recording? This is one of the things I've been telling you about that's egregious out here. This is not fit. This is not right. But of course, now it's game time. This has got uh, 1.7 million likes. So this has somewhere probably around 10 million views. Let's play the video. Let's watch eat. Right. Dessert, you're beautiful. Thank you. I can't believe it. He's not even a handsome dude. Period. He was fucking lucky. <laughs> Thank you. Mallory. You're beautiful, Mallory. Thanks, Terry. You deserve the best. You have a good night. Thanks. Why don't I pay you to be my girlfriend? Thanks for pumping my gas. <laughs> Why don't I pay you to be my girlfriend? Hey, okay. I'm down. Put a $50 bill on my windshield. <laughs> I would. Put <laughs> hey, look, hold on. Let me get some of this off. Aw, thanks, Terry. That's baby. I want you to be able to see. Thanks. All right. Oh, my goodness. Ninja, my goodness. Wow. Okay. I mean, you you see what's going on here. Uh, looks like he has something written on the paper, possibly his phone number. This ninja out here in a winter polar vortex with no jacket on trying to put his Mac down. Mm. I, I, I'm telling you, man, this is whack. Then he's beautifying her. You so beautiful. Okay, now you fucked up the game. I, I don't think that's a right way to do it, but they will tell you to do it. Now he putting his phone number. He ain't got no gloves. Then he's putting gas in her car, and she like put a fifty on my windshield. Mm. <laughs> right. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear it. So she went to go straight to give me some money. Then he was like, "Okay, let me keep up." He put in his Mac a couple more times. She talked over him. Basically, I don't want to hear that shit, but put a 50 on my windshield. And then he goes to clean her windows off. Mm. I mean, and recording him at the same time and recording him. See, this is called begging. You putting yourself, you, you're not putting your Mac down. And no, that was not the mouthpiece. You look like a fool out here. You look desperate. That's desperation. And I know the Mac guys and the game guys are going to be like, man, see, he messed up. Okay, yeah, I. I, I get it. He messed up. But you the one supercharged his monkey ass to go out there and say, shoot or shoot. Shoot or shoot. So, yep, he done messed up. He want to fill her gas tank up. She say 50 on the windshield. Fuck what you got to say. I don't hear. I ain't hearing you. I'm talking over you and your ass out here in the cold. On the Internet. 10 million views later. Mm. 10 million views later. Got your ass out here looking thirsty. And it says, ladies, always remember, if your man, if your man won't do it, the guy at the gas station will. Sheesh. <laughs> oh, no. That's terrible. Strike jacket. You big dummy. <laughs> he didn't overcome enough objections. He tried, though. Or he tried. That's where you messed up. I don't give out free compliments. You don't deserve that. You beautiful. Uh, essentially, I think what he's saying is you don't deserve to be out here pumping gas. Now, I believe there possibly could have been another man with her at the time. So he must have been dirty macking too. 
right? Which is, I'm, I'm assuming that there was another man somewhere around or not present. I, I, I just can't, I don't see another guy. So now he's dirty Mac and add that to the game. You don't deserve to be out here in the cold. You're beautiful. Let's go out to eat. Right. You don't deserve it. You're beautiful. Thank you. I can't believe it. He's not even a handsome dude. Uh, that's Dirty Mac. And so I, didn't, I wasn't aware that there was another guy. So there was another guy there. I don't know where he is. He must have stepped off. And then he waited till he stepped off to come over in Dirty Mac and hand his phone up. No, I'm just, dude, no I don't like this. I don't like this. This is bad from the rip. And then she treated your ass like a pet wallet at the end of it. Because you Dirty Mackin'. Period. He was fucking lucky. <laughs> Thank What's you, Mallory. You're beautiful, Mallory. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> You're beautiful, Mallory. No, no, no. This is not it. This is not it. Please don't shoot your shot like this, mouthpiece-ass ninjas. Please. This is terrible. Everything about this is awful. I mean, I'm just... Don't be mad at me. Uh, he got 10 million views, bro. And I would hate to be this ninja on the internet like this. Thanks, Terry. You deserve the best. You have a good night. Thanks. Why don't I pay you to be my girlfriend? Thanks for oh, ninja. <laughs> when it stopped working, you deserve the best. Two compliments in, in a dirty Mac. You out here freezing. Now you want to pay her to be your girlfriend. Nope. Why don't I pay you to be my girlfriend, he says. And, and I'm just telling you, y'all putting batteries in these ninjas' backs. Pumping my gas. Why don't I pay you to be my girlfriend? Hey. Yeah, and she objected. She objected. Why don't I pay you to pump my gas, you bitch? <laughs> All right, here we go right here. Oh, you want to pay me to be my girlfriend? Nah, man. I'm with Pookie. Then he said, oh, you didn't hear me, did you? I'll say it again. And she said, hey, to cut your ass off. I'm down. Put a $50 bill on my windshield. <sighs> Just give me the 50 bucks. I wish a nigga would. Man, take it. This is when you walk smooth the hell off. Ninja, you tried... You tried to hit it over here like Cat Williams. You trying shit and trying shit. And you over here, you trying shit and trying shit. And you over here in the mouthpiece and the objection into this. And let me leave with my wallet. Let me be out here freezing. You should have just tucked tail, Ninja. You know what? Sometimes you got to know thy enemy and know when to evade. All right? Time to evade. Time to walk off. Leave with some pride. But does he? Nope. Nah, he don't. He want to use his mouthpiece. That was only three objections, maybe four. I got some more, baby. I got some more game for you. Hey, but look, hold on. Let me get some of this off. Then he said 100. I'll put 100 on. She only asked for 50. And that's you. But shoot or shoot, right? <laughs> but shoot or shoot. Okay, this is what I tell you, man. This is not good. This is, this, I, I don't encourage men to do this this often because there's not much reward all he got is now humiliation on my channel, but now he has 10 million pieces of hum humiliation. Then he says, I'll put 100. I'll double it. Then proceeds to say, hold on, let me clean your window.
This is called hoflation. This is what this is what the PUAs, the white boy PUAs call hoflation, right? This this is a great example of it. There's no better example of hoflation than this. Now, he just think he shot his shot, but she just got 10 million views on TikTok. That and she got paid. She got a couple of dollars. She made a couple of bucks. She probably got $150 plus 50 on the windshield. It's transactional now. Especially with the millennials and Gen Z. Love is gone, man. Aw, thanks, Terry. Aw. Hey, man, let me tell you something. If a woman says aw, you done. And that's you. If a woman says to you aw, you got no chance. <laughs> he didn't get a hug. He didn't get the church pat. He didn't get the pat on the head. He barely got the you were a good man. Aw. Oh, my Lord. Then he got the squeegee out. Hold on. Let me make sure you can see. Man, please. Mr. Squeegee-ass ninja. Oh, my gosh. I want the dating guys, to, the Mac guys, to clear all this shit up. Stop putting batteries in these men's back doing this. This is tragic. This is a tragedy. <laughs> all right? This is a tragedy. I don't even know what to tell you. He should have just kept his mouth closed. He didn't have a chance to hell either. Because if you think about it, she's in a probably the one of the reasons she's recording him is that um, her safety is definitely of top priority because women are kind of scared bunnies. They always thinking that. And just think about it. You're in the most vulnerable position when you're in a car seated. Right. That's your most vulnerable position, especially if you're arriving at home and you're in a car and you're blocked by a gas pump, a wall, a wall in your garage, the garage door. Somebody approaches you from behind. You ain't you ain't ready. Somebody you're going to get got in that position. So she's in the get got position. She's definitely in get got. So security security wise, gentlemen, you're a major threat. She's blocked. She can't get out and run. She can't get out and go to the other side of the door. And she, you're probably in the middle of Milwaukee in the dark. I mean, this is everything dangerous. So one of the reasons she's recording is because she feels threatened. I need to make sure that at least I'm going to get this ninja on the internet. So take a look at the position you put this woman in. And think about what you're doing. Before you approach them, because if she got mace or a firearm, you might deal with it. You might deal with it. But yes, this is a vulnerable, unsafe position to be in. It's at a gas station in the middle of the night. This ninja got a hoodie on. I, I mean, he should have more clothes on. He probably got the jammy. I'm going to not be in this situation. I, I don't want to be in this situation. Okay, you can snatch her up, jump her car, steal her car. So yeah, think about that when you're doing this kind of cold approaching that you're thinking about shooting your shot. She's thinking about saving herself anyway. Mm. Yeah, but ninjas don't think about that. Ninja, don't worry about all that, ninja. If you got the mouthpiece, ninja, you, you can still get a girl number by making her feel threatened and backing her into a corner. <laughs> right, ninja? Mm. <laughs> right? She hiding in her car. She is. She got one foot out, then she got in the car. Ninja, see, you ain't got no game, Ninja. You don't have to worry about a bitch being threatened, cornered in the, in the corner. All right, what do they say about cornering a cat? That's when they get most aggressive. All right, they get desperate and all of that stuff. They're not thinking about, maybe you'll bring some food to me. I would be reaching for my firearm in my center console. I'm just letting you know that.
if this ninja approached me, which I'm hoping he wouldn't, <laughs> I would be reaching for my firearm. I would have one hand on my firearm. That's what I would be doing if I if if he approached me in this manner. Anyway. Terror game. Get that terror game going. Let's get to the next issue here. What do we want to talk about next? Because the main event is uh, the main event is Gen Z. Let's talk about it now. And we're going to talk about why older women uh, dry up after they're married after age 50. We have women testifying. Let's talk about Gen Z. Gen Z. Gen Z scared to turn 30, according to some recent data and research right here. It says right here. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, is this it? I guess this is not it yet. What are we doing? I guess this is still issues in dating. Okay, all right, we'll go for it. It says right here, issues in dating. A chart. This is not new information. Actually, this is old information. But guys like women in their early 20s, regardless of how old they get. This is definitely data that they pulled out last 10 years. And this is certainly an old sheet, but we're going to take a look at it. We're going to take a look at it, um, and then we're going to hear some people comment on this type of behavior, this metaphilic behavior. A man's age versus the age of women who look best to him. Now, this is certainly some data that they've gathered through research, through on, uh, not OnlyFans, through dating apps and whatnot. You can barely see this faintly on the screen. But what they're plotting is, this line going down, and what they would try to see is if men who believe what women look the best, uh, ninjas sit this one out, because y'all like old women, so we're going to let the ninjas sit this one out. Okay, but they use the data to determine here what age women, where they plotted what line, how old the man was, and what age women looked the best. The oldest age was 24. Now, this is assuming this is assuming they can get the 24-year-old, right? But this is all, every man can dream. And the 24-year-old coincided with a 45-year-old male. Okay, 45-year-old male, 24-year-old woman, but inevitably the average was 21. All right, 21 seemed to be hitting the most. So maybe we call that the mean. Maybe 20 hit the most. But 20s for men as they aged, they did not go across age-wise like the women will do. We'll go ahead and look at the woman chart. So this is the woman chart, and you can see it faintly. I'll, 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 I'll zoom in so you can see it a little bit more. As a woman age, so does her taste in men generally. Generally. Remember, there's always exceptions to the rule. There's always availability, what you got. But women do try to age be age-appropriate based on their need. So the woman ages, so does her interest in the age of the guy. Uh, conversely, it's not that true for men. So as 20, uh, the woman's 20, the age that she's looking around is 23. Now, this would be just simple understanding. There's no need to call people names. I'll call you a name. All right, but as the woman ages up 25, she starts looking at 26. As she gets to 29, now she's going 29 across the board. As she gets into her 30s, it's slightly 31, 32, obviously because attrition rates of men and need. And that's you. 30 seem to coincide with 30. And then when they get to 40, it's slightly younger, 38, 39, because 
men at this age, obviously, are going to have, there's going to be less single men. There's also going to be less men that were able to maintain their physical shape, stay in decent shape. There's men uh, that have got bald, right? You got the, you got the uh, George Jefferson, all right? Men that are angry, men that are in good economic shape, men that are in good physical shape. So there's a lot of men that are not reading Rainbow and Duke shooting Pooter intruders, men that are not in jail. So it tends to be that as the age of the woman increases, she tends to increase the mate that she's looking for in age, tends to. Oddly enough, once they get past 35, the man that they are interested in most are not significantly older. In some cases, they are slightly younger. You see this right here, 40s, the women are looking at men 38 to 40. So a woman aged 40 to 49 is looking at, this is in general, men 38 to 40. So they're actually looking slightly younger once they hit that 40. Why? Because not many 40-year-old men taking 40-year-old women seriously. That's why. And they got a little money, so they're buying into the... So I could focus on my career. Okay, but are they able to procure and keep those men? No. Similarly, are the men, in the, as they age up, able to procure the women at that age? Well, let's, let's think about this for a second. There's always Mr. Mac out here. I got money. Not only that, there's also OnlyFans girls, strippers, sugar babies, women that work, ladies of the night, women on skateboards, women in financial need. So... Are they able to procure this woman for love? Not so much, but there's always there's always a strip club open, and more likely, there's always a young girl out there dancing on the stage. <laughs> there's always a young woman on the internet. There's always the new tennis phenom. There's always the new straggle, right? There's always the new... So, doesn't mean he's going to get what he desires. Doesn't mean he's going to get what he desires. But... In general, biologically, and there's nothing to be ashamed about. There's nothing to be ashamed about. This is typically how it works. Now, there always are going to be exceptions to the rule. There's some guys like, no, man, I like my women 40 and soggy. Hey, man, have at it. But if you had your choice, what would you take? If you remove the social conditions, what would you take? So this woman's going to talk about that right now. Uh, she's going to say uh, men who date women much younger than them, and this is definitely a young tender here. She thinks it's disgusting. And then you're going to hear another woman rebuttal and say, no, it's quite natural. Let's play it. How do men date women so much younger than them? Like, how do you guys keep doing that without... Let me help. I'm dating a man that's a lot older than me. And the thing is, if you think about it, it's really not creepy at all. I'm an adult. You say your brain is fully developed at 25? As a society, we have to draw the line somewhere, though, between child and adult. Which, in the U.S., that's 18. If you think about it, once you become an adult, you're past your childhood and teenage years, you don't change a whole lot year from year. I mean, is there really that big of a difference with a 30-year-old or maybe a 60-year-old? Of course, the 60-year-old's gonna have more experience on certain things. Because of hypergamy, women only dating men that are above them, a lot of men are just used to dating down. He's used to dating a woman that maybe has less experience than him, making less than him because she's not as far up in her career. All of the other things that go with that. So at that point, why does age even matter? As long as she's an adult, 
feel like a lot of us ladies have trouble understanding that sometimes because we date up or equal to. It's harder to find a guy that is younger than us that's also doing better than us. Also, there is a variety of benefits for a man to date younger. I think those benefits outweigh for people's opinion thinking that he's creepy. Interesting that she said, and we're going to chart this again. Let's look at the chart. Women tend to date up in equal or up, equal or up. And we see this reflected in the chart. And women do say this. Now, this is not a fornication chart, but it can be. But women tend to date equal and up. And this is kind of showing it. Men tend to date down. Dating down? Yes, men tend to date down. They have no problem dating down. As a matter of fact, if you walked into a Wendy's right now, if you're a guy and you saw a young tender and she's a little host, she got her toes touching each other, she kind of somewhat kind of goofy, aloof, innocent, she don't know what, she don't know how to get the large fry. You walk in there with your with your $20 <laughs> trying to go get you. You're like, I'm gonna just go get a cup of chili. You walk in there and you see the little, you see the young lady sitting there right there, and you're like, oh God. <laughs> you're 26, 30, 32, 34. You walk around the corner, you see her there. Oh, I'm gonna order more than a chili cup. You will go get the number right now. You'd be like, whoa, I could change your life, baby. I can I can read your mind, baby. I know what you're thinking. It's all right. Come here, young tender. Come here, baby. You need a little bit of extra money. You be like that gas ninja right up in here. You be like, man, I can pump your I can I know your gas tank on empty. You need some gas? You looking at her fingernails. Mm, looks like you need a new set of nails. Is she just over there with the goofy hat on sideways? She got the goofy hat. She's standing there with her hair net. You're like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Ninjas will be like, I can change your life. (laughs) Ninja, you ordering chili, extra large fries. You ordering square patty burgers. You ordering a Frosty. Look at what I ordered. I ordered all this. Biggie size. I can afford you, baby. I could change your life. <laughs> right? Ninja go, you try to get the number. You're like, oh, have you worked here long? You work next. Ninja, you coming in tomorrow to see if she's working. Where's Emma? <laughs> All right. You trying to get, you, you ordering three cups of chili. I can order three cups of chili, baby. I can, aren't you hungry? You need a little meal in your little belly? Anyway, (laughs) see, that's how guys date. So in essence, yes, guys can date down like that because we are looking hypergamy. We know hypergamy is in full effect. All right. Anyway, hypergamy is in full effect. Women will go and say, hey, all right. Yes, I'll take an extra cup of chili. I'll let you put $50 on my my window. I'll let you put $100 in my gas tank. Men don't mind that. Right. Well, now we don't want to get finesse. But on the other hand, on the other hand, that ain't going to happen with women. No matter how old she is, most of the time in her 20s, she's looking older, equal or up, equal or up right here, equal and up. And then when she gets in her 30s, she's looking for equal. Right. She's focusing on career equal or, you know, advantage. 40 is going to be equal or down. Hopefully she gets a guy that's in shape. 
that can, you know, meet her needs and expectations. She ain't going. <laughs> he said, I'm doing the Samuel Jackson. Uh-oh, I forgot. I forgot. She's not doing the, let me see where I can get the meme. She's not walking in the Wendy's. Yeah, because that's how, that's how I walk in the Wendy's like this here. All right, when I walk in the Wendy's and I see a young hottie, I'll be like, ooh. Staring at her like this, looking like I'm trying to take her down. And I think I'm smiling at her. I'm like, I'm going to give her the good, I'm going to give her the attractive eyes. I'm going to wink. Come here. Come here, sweetie pie. Honey bun. Come here, sugar. And uh, have a seat right here. Uh, you, this is how I look when I'm telling her she needs some gas. You need some gas in your car? <laughs> I think I run it. This is me in the gym. When I come in the gym and I drop my workout bag and I see all the girls in there filming themselves on the internet and I walk in and I say, hi girls, how y'all doing? <laughs> this is me right here. Thinking I, thinking I got my sexy face on right now. Hi girls, y'all got any needs this week? <laughs> yeah, he's starving. That is the starving look. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir, brother. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. We think we can do it. We got a little money in their pocket anyway. Uh, anyway, but that's what happens here. But a lot of people don't want to, they don't want to deal with that. A lot of guys like older women. You just like older women. All right, what are we doing here? Let me go some super chats and we're going to get into Gen Z. Like I'll be getting into Gen Z on the daily. Oh, man. What an evil world we live in. <laughs> what are we doing? Howdy, girls. You sound like an old man to them. Yeah, that's how I would do it. That old man game can work. <laughs> Somebody say, who need they rent paid in here today? Who need they rent paid? Come on over here, baby. Oh, that ain't the picture. Shout out to Kaylin says, J-Lo may look good at 54, but she looked better at 24. If a man was with her for 30 years, looking like she does now, that would be a win for him. But they get worse as they get older. And they don't stay in that great a shape either. This is in general. Yeah, J-Lo's a heavy exception to the rule. And she definitely has the benefit of some help. Loud Pocket says, Coach, y'all often wonder if you, were, if you were still married, would you be making blue pill content like Derek Jackson? Absolutely not. People are surprised to know that a lot of the things that I say today, I thought it and said it when I was married. Now, a lot of people don't understand. I thought this before I got married. Then I got married, and it was a self-fulfilling prophecy. Or it backed up what I thought, and then I came back out here. So a lot of people don't get that. A lot of guys are pre uh, pretty much aware what the risk is. I was aware what the risk was. I knew what marriage was. I knew the marriage. I was like, I could have made red pill content at 20. And it was so surprising. When I got married, it was so surprising to everybody. They were like, what? Right, so it this stuff wasn't because I got divorced and I started looking. Now, I was starting to complete a lot of things, a lot more things started making more sense. I learned about the court, the family court. But, yeah, I mean, you could ask my ex. I was always talking like I knew what was up. I was aware. I was not asleep. I was not asleep. So just please, uh, people don't believe that. They don't understand it. But yeah, before I got married, uh, when did I get married? 28? Like, people were shocked. They were like, what? 
And I even had some people that I worked with. They was like, it ain't going to work. <laughs> right. They were like, it ain't going to work. Like they were like, I remember, I think one of my basketball players that I coached at San Jose state. So I was single when the basketball player met me, but then as I coached a little bit more, I got engaged and then end up getting married later on. Well, when I was getting divorced and breaking up, uh, she followed me on Facebook and she messaged me and she said, you know, she said, I had no faith in you as a husband, <laughs> right? She said, I, she was like marriage. I think she said that she says you never wore marriage, right? Or marriage was never suited for you. Like she was like, it ain't gonna work. <laughs> so anyway, because I knew what was up already and I knew how I was, but I was working things out, trying to get my family started. I didn't want no outside kids. Okay, I wanted to have my kids in the marriage, not out here with these drags and whores, right? But sometimes it don't work. Uh, sometimes it doesn't work. But again, one one thing I want to reiterate: no, I wouldn't have been making blue pill content. I was I was red pill and aware as as a married man. All right. Anyway, uh, shout out to. But I lasted longer than people thought. I definitely beat the over. I definitely had, I definitely uh, beat the over. I definitely beat the, had, had the spread. I'm pretty, pretty sure people only had me at two years and I got to eight and a half. All right, but I'm going to tell you, man, I'm going to tell you, I will never do it again. And it has nothing to do with love or any of that. I will never get married again. And it doesn't have to do with my experience with the counter spouse. It wasn't just her fault or any of that. I'm just telling you as a man, what I know about marriage, it is the dumbest thing you can do. Now, for many people, it works out. Most people, it doesn't. Like, I'm telling you, 80% of people, it is an absolute face plant. It's fail. And I'm not talking about divorce. There's people in marriages that are miserable. They don't even talk to each other. They sleep in separate bedrooms. They don't fuck. That's most marriages. It's either divorce or they miserable. <laughs> so there's a small percentage of people that are just sitting next to each other waiting to die. They're just waiting to die. Like they ain't having no fun. They just sitting on the couch getting fat at best. At best. At worst, they live in the same house and just hate each other. They like, oh, fuck. And they don't know, no, they don't know another difference, meaning that they don't see themselves ever being single. They're like, I don't. What would I do as a single person? You know, where would I live? They live in a nice house. They're like, I don't want to lose this. I don't want to lose this. They still have kids or they have kids that are growing up and they're going into their marital years. They don't want to be divorced. They can't see themselves. So they're, they really kind of stuck. For me, I would never do it again. It just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any fiscal sense to me. It doesn't make any social sense to me. It doesn't make any lonely sense to me. It doesn't make any companion sense to me. It, it doesn't make sense to me at all. Commingling funds, combining names and all that shit. That shit is, for me, I'm done with that. For me, I'm done. I'm done. I'm never going to get into some legally binding contract with a woman. Never, never again. Not because it's a woman, but yeah, because it's a woman. Never again. I can't even live with a woman, really. I can't even... 
I can't even think of living with a woman. Like having a woman all in my space. Like, no. Coming in, unless you, unless you just bring it in, unless you like a, a ex mocking a robot. <laughs> like she coming in, you need some more coffee, sir? Thank you very much. You know what I mean? Drinking my coffee. I appreciate Thank you. I just don't see any sense of it. And yes. Uh, shout out to uh, Kaylin says a form of female privilege is acting like a dude to the point you know or you want to knock them the F out but can't. <laughs> Kaylin, go on Twitter with your stuff, man. You would actually have an interesting Twitter account. Miles says, Coach, uh, what is your Coach Radama's prediction for 2030? With women being single and childless, inflation soaring, Medicare and Social Security bankrupting, a collapse has to come two, four, uh, two from all sides. Men prepare now. People don't really realize how much of a financial bind we all are going to be in. Like, this is going to be the problem. And we're already experiencing it, but you guys are, you're the frog in the boiling pot right now. <laughs> right? You don't realize how really fucked up we are in. We are, we are messed up. And there's no fixing it. Just to let you know, there's no fixing it. We're not going back to 2019. We're not going back to 2019. We're not going back to 2016. We're not. Just letting you know, we are fucked financially, economically. <laughs> it's about to get a little bit worse. Shout out to, uh, we're going to call you AR, and I'm going to say pretty young thing. She said, just a subscriber, thanks for the channel. Appreciate you. I need to see some feed pictures pronto. Send them feed pictures over, baby. All right, uh, shout out to Macaroni Tony. says, I told you before about the guy at the gas station that said he had too legit, he was too legit to quit. These Smokey Robinson ninjas haven't updated their game. They have not. Shout out to Paul Angelo, says, I was invited to my cousin's for dinner last night. Afterwards, she asked me for $4,000 because she was getting evicted today at 5 p.m. Wow. Your rent's due, motherfucker. He says, I don't want to be, she says, I don't want to be mad at her when she can't pay me back when she gets her tax return. It's bad out here. It's bad. It's bad. Inflation is, it's, inflation is not going down. All right, I mean, because now we're in, now we're in a artificial inflation. And um, if you're not around wealthy people, wealthy people are still winning. They're still winning, and they're planning for the rainy day. And they have their emergency fund. They're good. They got their, they got their investment. They got their portfolio. They're good. They're, they're not worried. It's eating them up a little bit. They're also just preparing and positioning themselves for a better tomorrow. Okay, so they're going to be good. There's going to be a class of people that are going to be okay. There's people out here just living way beyond their means. And I just believe, I just believe that men and women were not meant to be living apart like this. I know. Now I'm going to sound like I'm contradicting myself. Men and women were not, this system it was not meant for the majority of women to be living apart economically for men. Which means, in effect, we're fucked. All right, because 30, I mean, 40% of women, 45% of women will be single and childless under 30. We're going to tackle this in a minute. This is not meant to be. 
we're not meant to be in these little apartments and, and, and living our best life and roommates and living with parents. This is not it. No, we're not meant to be living 20 people in one house either. That doesn't even make sense anymore, stress-wise and mental health-wise. You got to, you know, people are saying, well, back in the day, we used to live 20 people in a two-bedroom house. We, we can't handle that. We have too many people that would have just too many breakdowns. Living on top of each other is not a solution. But in my opinion, the reason why I don't have faith is that men and women need to cohabitate to survive economically. We cannot have people living apart like this and, and thrive. It's not going to happen. No way. No way. We just going to live separate and happy? No, absolutely not. Women aren't going to survive. They're going to be selling peace leave like crazy. That We're already living it. And by the way, I already predicted it. And people are saying, well, not every woman's doing it, man, ninja. <laughs> you don't know. At this point, you don't know who's doing it or not. Just to let you know. Just to let you know, Ninja, I'm on the dark side. You'll be shocked. But they're doing it with the OnlyFans and the Instagram. Women are in desperation. Husbands are now filming their wives, and they're making content together as a family. Yes, the husbands are putting their wives out. I was on Pinterest. I was on Pinterest looking up shit, and there was an Asian woman <laughs> with her head between her legs where she, you know what I mean? She was super flexible. <laughs> I was like, how did I get here on Pinterest? But she was went, she was so flexible, she went, put her head between her legs, and her head was on the outside of her butt, and she was grabbing her butt. I was like, how did I hit here? I looked in the mirror. You can see the mirror, and there's a man recording her, which I'm assuming is her boyfriend and husband. I'm like, this is a family business now. It's a family business. I'm like, bruh, what in the world? <laughs> so... With that being said, even families are looking at how are we going to make a little bit of extra money? Every family could use extra money. And that's what they're doing. Some men are considering, you know, you, you are attractive. You can go. And the women are not even just young women. These are women in their 30s and 40s. 30s and 40s. Okay. So it's, it's where we're going. It was a white guy in a Ling Ling. It was a white dude. So, and she had on tight pants and you could see all of her pearl, right? Her, you saw her pearl and all of the lips and all of that through her pants. Yeah, man. And I was looking for suit jackets and I ended up with a Ling Ling with her head going between her legs. I was like, oh boy, now we're here. So with that being said, that's why I believe, that's why I believe we can't recover from this. In my opinion, women were not to meant meant to live alone and thrive economically. I don't have faith in them to be able to do this and pull us out of inflation and pull us out of high rents. I don't see it. So, but this brother right here, Paul said, a woman asked him for $4,000 in one day. See, <laughs> right? Ma'am, I don't know who you think I am. What makes you believe I have $4,000 to let you borrow? Now, women tend to do stuff like this. Children tend to do stuff like this. Men, you will see this night coming that you need $4,000.
So you'll be probably less likely to do it. And we're not talking about pookies because black women will, will come in here and talk about pookies. I don't even associate with pookies. So if that's what you're dealing with, that's what you're dealing with. I'm not dealing with them and ninjas. I'm not talking about strags. I'm talking about regular women. What makes you think I have $4,000 to give you? Even if I had the money, let's just say I had income that I had. Let's just say I had $20,000 in the bank. What makes you think that I can give you 4K of it? Well, women don't care about that shit. They don't care. And she's never going to pay you back, number one. I don't care if she made a payment plan to you. She ain't paying you back. And you know what's going to happen? This is called throwing good money at bad money. So just to let you know, if she asks for 4K, she probably needs six. Because depending on the day of the week, if she's getting evicted tomorrow, she's three weeks behind on rent. In order for her to keep her apartment, she needs six grand, maybe eight. So you're going to throw that money and that shit just going to burn up in two damn weeks. She going to be in the same position. She going to be in the same position. Just know that that's how it works. If she's facing eviction, much of that 4K is legal fees to get her out of the eviction process paperwork wise with the lawyers. And then she's going to need her rent money for the next week, for the next month. This is a bottomless pit. She needs a lot more than 4K. She needs $10,000. <laughs> so you're going to take 4K of your hardcore money and throw it down the damn drain. That's what you're going to do. She's going to lose the apartment anyway. She can't keep up. When you get to the eviction stage, you can't keep up with rent. So that's where you're at. <laughs> right? So please consider that if you're a man and you're getting women in these positions. I'm getting women in these positions. And I'm talking about not just women that I'm dealing with dating-wise and at the JUCO. Family members and, and people out here in normie world. They think you could just, oh, okay. And that's the thing about being a guy that's in better position. You're going to be a target for women in this situation. Indeed. It's too late for her. Tell her to just go ahead and take that L. But my 4K ain't going to help you today. If a woman's not getting $50,000, whatever she's getting from you is about to be an L. <laughs> she about to blow that money. I'm just letting you know. If she ain't getting 50K from any damn thing, it's about to be an L. Let's just say she ended up with, you know, there's women trying to get child support. I'm in a situation. My exes could get easily 15 grand. She wants more. I'm like, oh, she fucked. <laughs> I'm like, she in bad position. Because if you need more than that, and that ain't going to settle it, oh, you screwed. All right, because whatever money you get going to get swallowed up. You ain't going to become rich. She already in financially uh, in a bind. So whatever money you get is about to get swallowed. So we got student loans. I hate to go off on this tangent. This is why I think we're in trouble. We got student loans. She probably trying to pay off some student loans, catch up on some rent, pay some back bills, get herself out of bankruptcy. She's fucking screwed. If that's her position, she in a major bond. So I'm like, man, you about to just throw good money at bad and be right back in the same position. So watch out for this because you guys are going to have to deal with this. If you're a guy that people believe that you're doing well, 
you're going to have a lot of women latch onto you just on the economics. Just because it's economically, economically a bad situation they're in. Right. And they're going to, they're going to find, we call them dependopotamus. Dependopotamus. This is what makes me believe we're screwed economically and for the majority of people. We're screwed. Uh, shout out to Troy, says CGA. That video said corporate sharks will own 40% of all homes, not just rental homes, all homes in six years. And they're doing it right now. Like they're buying up the homes quiet as kept. Just realize what we have here. This is no longer a joke. We're here. Okay, I know. I got to catch up on these chats right quick, but I do have a show to do. Shout out to our brother, Mr. Downs, says, yo, ass backwards. He says, you ass backwards, CGA. What the F up with the timestamps? I told you. I told you, man. They, they messing around on me here. Marshawn says, friends with benefit asked for $4,000. She blew it, and now she trying to sell me the punani. <laughs> I know a woman that blew 50 grand in two months. 50. Spent it. Now, it wasn't my 50, 50 grand. She blew 50K in two months. <laughs> All right. JC's, I said, JC says, I don't see nothing wrong with streaming. I don't see nothing wrong with it either, but it is what it is. He says, it's a broader network. When I was in Europe, I missed the U.S. sports events, and now I can watch whatever, whenever. Indeed, J.J. Frost says, dude, at the gas station, that brother was starving out here. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir, <laughs> All right, uh, Jorge says, Coach, why is that? Why do black men mostly like older women? Is it the scrap sexual mindset? Yep, yep. Yeah, that brother's starving. It is. It's the, it's, and when you're at the bottom, when you're the bottom feeder of the dating marketplace, you have to take what you can get. I know Ninja's going to be mad. No, not me, man. <laughs> the data suggests such. Now, just because white women want to bone you every now and then, but black men are in the settled position in a settled position. So um, in comparison to the rest of the marketplace, just economically, we just don't make good long-term mates, the majority of us. So then men will make concessions instead of making themselves better, right? Like an example, a guy will say, oh, my girl, um, a guy, a, a black guy tend to be a guy who moves in with a woman. Like, come on. I mean, that's already, that's already a no-no. And then brag about it. And then brag about it. Man, my girl take care of me, and she make me chicken fettuccine. And, uh, you know, she, she, she spoiled me. She buy me a PS5. It's tax season. Um, she, bought, she buys me Jordans. My girl buys me gifts. Like, you know, there's a culture of men that may be disenfranchised. They may have a felony or two, and they cannot get in a good financial position, so they have to jump on board with a woman. But I'm like, why would you do that? Why would you do that? When you get into a different economic position, you get different taste. All right. But yeah, it's crazy. I never will move in with a woman. I don't even want a woman to move in with me, but I damn for sure will never move in with a woman. All right. But uh, guys do stuff like that and they will brag because, you know, in the back of some black men's mind, uh, you know, being a pimp or stay at home, a stay at home husband. That's like a dream to y'all ninjas. <laughs> yeah uh she flew me out she took me to the amusement park she paid for my trip 
like in your world, in, in the ninja world, like these are low-level ninjas, not all. In your world, that's a come up. But I will always tell you, sorry to go off on these rants. But I will always tell you, add up everything she bought you. Everything she paid for, all the back child support she paid for you so you didn't go to jail. Add up all of these things that she contributed. And I can almost guarantee that it will not cross the $5,000 mark. If, you was, if she paid off your back child support, we might be talking about 10 k Now I want to ask you, you're trading your whole damn life for $10,000. It may seem like a lot to you now, but I'm going to tell you, you can probably change your own life and get $10,000 and not have this big, overweight, old woman taking care of you. $5,000. It, it sounds like a lot. $500 for the PS5, $1,000 for the Jordans. The Gucci belt costs $450. You know what I mean? You got you a couple of now later gators. In your mind, you're a pimp, and she bringing you the check. She bought you. She made, She paid for a couple of trips for you to go to the Antiguas. All right, you know what I mean? You went to the Virgin Islands on the broad, and that was $2,000. <laughs> but literally, it didn't even add up to five grand over years of putting up with this overweight, no personality having, desperate, insecure, no rate of return woman. And what did you get? Did you get your paper up? You probably didn't. You was in there realizing that she paid you for your time. She bought you. And now instead of making yourself better and getting 5K of your own money, you laid up with her because she paid for you to be there. Y'all just need to boss up. It ain't. I'm not impressed by shit like this. You guys got to remember, I'm an old ass man. Y'all think I'm impressed? Ninja, you just jealous because Ninja, what? Five grand? I'll be damned if I gave my soul to a ugly woman for five grand. I'll be damned. Yeah, mom 2.0. I'm jealous over that old slop a lop taking care of me with them big ass bear paws at the end of her legs and them cankles and them gremlin hands. I'm jealous over a 5K worth of shit that you done either smoked up, ate, and shitted out your ass in some rusty ass shoes. I'm jealous over five. <laughs> what? Man, I'm a grown ass man. Do not come over here with that bullshit. And to take your little scrawny bird chested ass on with that conversation. Then to this grown man shit over here. We ain't got no time to be entertaining no 5K conversations. We don't have time to be in. We not time to entertaining 5K conversations, Ninja. You got five figure problems. <laughs> what? I'm supposed to be jealous of this shit? What you talking about, Ninja? Everything you got, I got on my own. I didn't need no ugly woman to get it for me. What? Y'all ninjas need to grow up. Look at 10 people left. They don't want to hear this shit. I got the mouthpiece and you mad because the girl's buying me stuff for 5K total. Total. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Anyway, 
total for a 5K. Not 5K at once. Shout out to Carter says, I'm convinced the NWO got CGA and put his face on TD Jakes. Ninja says, swallow up 50, 11 times. Social services swallowed up. Stimmy check swallowed up. Cable sports swallowed up. Shout out to you, chill, son. I appreciate you. Hey, yo, chill, son. Hey, oh, Cyrus says, parents pressing me to babysit my younger brother that he has with the 40-year-old woman while he is 29. I was like, trade time for money. So you have a parent that is trying to get you to babysit your younger brother. And it says you had with a 40-year-old woman. He's 29. Nah, man. Oh, one more thing. Your family is the biggest inhibitor. Is that a word? Your family is keeping you from being successful. Your your allegiance to your family. And I know some of you guys think family is very important. Some of the cultures that have this as the priority, number one, shout out to you. I'm not going to diss you. Y'all tend to be poor as a mother sucker. Y'all tend to always be struggling. Okay, but family important. It is not to struggle with, though. Not to struggle with. Just think of families that are large families, and they they involved, and all the cousins get together, and, and, and family, and they sit around, and they get the they they get this, and they be they be singing and having their family traditions and shit like that. They getting swallowed the hell up out here. They getting ran. <laughs> all to deal with these hating ass people. Backbiting, talking behind my back, jealous ass people, and I'm not talking about my family. I know tight families, and they got haters, bruh. I ain't trying to. Mm-mm. Ninja, I can go get me a whole family. <laughs> also, people can show up to your funeral. Ninja, you gonna be dead. You ain't gonna see him. Your family is standing in your way. Your family is keeping you in the position you're in right now. Anyway, <laughs> all right, let me get back to the show. Oh, man. Hey, man, I'm like, I'd rather survive over family. Ninja, I need to eat. I ain't trying to piece up and go get a 40. I ain't trying to piece up and get three bags of chips and dump it in the same bag. And then everybody digging in there as a family. No. Nope. <laughs> all right, that's just some blue chips for y'all. Let's get back to the bullshit. Your biggest haters in your family. Your biggest haters is your homeboy that you, your cousin that you grew up with. Shit. Gen Z. Let's get to Gen Zooted. Gen Zooted. Oh, by the way, here's another blue chip. Proximity, likeness, and what? Relation. Those are the people who are going to fuck you up more than anything. Proximity, likeness, and relation. People that look like you, people that are close like you, and people that are related to you. Those are the people that's most likely going to do some harm to you. Not a stranger, but people that you've known, people that live near you, and people that look like you. Statistically, that's how it works. Anyway, more of this. Gen Z paralyzed with fear of turning 30 years old, becoming unattractive hags, and life might not wait. Life might as well end at 22. Oh, man. Oh, the humanity. Ladies. Now, of course, the ladies are like, no, I'm going to be happy in my 30. 
dirty 30s. Oh, no. Take a look at what's happening now. Jen zooted. Here's a woman. I'm 29. The fear of turning 30 is getting to me. I have no kids. I feel like I'm running out of time. I still don't have my life figured out. I'm missing something. <clears throat> Failure to launch. But she had enough money for that Botox and them titty implants. Well, <laughs> baby Botox right there. Yes. Yeah, maybe getting Botox and filters and, and shit like that, implants and tattoos, maybe that was a waste of time. Maybe not moving out of your house and getting your life started and out here living like it was uh, living your best life and living like a social media influencer, getting ran through more times on the Holland Tunnel. <laughs> maybe that wasn't the best use of your time, but hey, live your 20s out, baby. You're still young out here. Okay, we got the anti-aging practices right here. Let's see things in my 20s and waiting till my 30s and the damage is already done once you're in your 30s so, yeah you tell him sister single mama single mama <laughs> start these things now like please for me if for no one else the first one is sleeping on your back the weight of your All human right. head man we ain't listening to this single mama got advice out here okay i'm gonna read some of the article right here what scares you about 30 just turned 30 and it's freaking great over here Wait, it's freaking great over, no lie. I don't even know what that means. 30 was always the year I put pressure on myself to be in the most secure place in my life. Now, you will hear the opposite, especially if you look at social media. Women will say, no, I'm 40 and I'm living good. Don't worry, girl. Don't rush. Well, Mother Nature and Father Time has put very, very stringent rules on us. And no, living on your own ain't it. All right, looking at this, and these are definitely non-melanated people. Uh, non-melanated people, let me talk to you as a person here. Let me talk to you as a person. If you do not have melanation in your skin, you're going to age like a banana. <clears throat> Thus, all of these things that you put inside your body, in your face, to try to stay up here and not get these wrinkles and shit, it's going to cost you a lot of money, and you're now high maintenance. So you can't play this game very all uh very long. Here's a video. Birthday and stress about getting older. Then this video is for you. I'm in my mid 30s. I stress about my birthday every year. And I cry at least once. Like, oh my god, another year older. I should be at this place in my life. Like I don't have a house yet or kids. Like if you've been there, you get it. Well, you don't got too much options right here. Then someone told me this and it completely changed my perspective. It is a privilege to live another year. It's a privilege to live another day. She putting on a lot of makeup. And man, it is a privilege to be alive. It does derive True. from a famous quote. I believe his name is Marcus Aurelius. Please don't hate me if I'm mispronounced. And it's all in her hair at the top. Life is precious. Here I am all that power. about getting old. I'm also a member of the LGBTQ community. Oh. Just, we got a Lily Lintlicker. World has become scarier for us, like a lot. So you see, to celebrate another year, I will forever consider it a privilege. Yeah, okay. All right, continuing on there, nothing much to add. I'll read the article or portions of the article as best as I can. Don't judge me. Reading is fundamental. All right, what do we got here? Okay, the video is not the video I wanted, but uh, what the Gen Z is worrying about, and yes, they have to worry about it. Gen Z now... The oldest Gen Z is 25 years old, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe about 28. It might be closer to 28. 
Might be closer to 28. It might be around at 26 to 28. That's the oldest Gen Z. We still have Xennials, uh, young millennials that are barely about to turn 30. And it says 30 flirty and thriving is apparently no longer the holy grail for teens and 20-somethings online. Those born between 1997 and 2013 are expressing grim concerns about hitting the big 3-0, a milestone that some of these youngsters fear will immediately zap them of their sexiness, stamina, and overall value. Now, of course, there's going to be a lot of copium from women. No, nah, no, nah, you're going to be you're going to be better. They're going to say you're going to be better. You got time. Don't worry about it. Just freeze your eggs and, and, and all of these things. You still look good. In just the past few days, I've seen multiple Gen Zs. The vast majority women on various platforms, including Reddit and Instagram, express a desire to unalive, to unalive themselves in their 30s. And when they reach 40s, because they can't handle the fact that they will age and become unattractive and become hags. An alarmed whistleblower uh, recently pinned to the Reddit PSA thread. Now, here's the thing. They'll, they'll get over it. But these, these people are highly, highly um, mentally insane or unstable, unstable. So they're already saying, I'll just delete myself. But <laughs> By the way, Gen Z has the most, uh, most young women dying before 30. Uh, uh, millennials, I think. I, I actually did an article on it. They have a they have a they have a high death rate. A lot of it is that self deletion talk. Uh, but also they're also showing you why they're not going to be able to make suitable mates. They're already mentally unstable. Some have even expressed not bothering with healthy eating habits, saving money. Wow. Some have even expressed not bothering with healthy eating habits, saving money, or planning on having careers because they feel so strongly about checking out. It says right here, I don't think that this is necessarily our fault, but I do see and recognize in myself a fear of aging, and instead of, uh, instead of there being a psychological or social movement to combat this, we simply have turned to consumerism to fix the problem. So they're trying to fix it by spinning their way out of it. Guys, this is where we're at. And that's you. And this is not a shock because Gen Z is the first generation to really not be able to do what the previous people in the generations have been able to do, right? You've been able to have pretty stable, solid careers or geared towards them. Most of the time, we could just have one job when we were younger, not working and doing lift on the weekends and doing a full-time job. Most of us were able to live alone or at least with roommates in the absence of parents. Most of us kind of had a plan financially, although it was not always pretty. But Gen Z is the generation that the boomers and the Gen Xers sold out by bailing out the big banks. New, 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 new world order. Anybody want to know why we're in this situation for Gen Z? Yeah, um, you know. Too big to fail. We sold out Gen Z. And they warned us of doing that at the time. They said we were spending our future generation's money. So there they lie right now in the situation where they don't know what to do. Oh, by the way, you know what we also took away from them? College. College. College used to be, hey, that's what you're going to do. And so now that's not an automatic. College is not an automatic. For a lot of people, 
for Gen Z. Some women just go to sell puss. But now the getting a degree is pointless now, now that people are saddled with debt. So they're looking at it like, ah, why am I going to go to college? They're also looking at people that went to college trying to get their debt paid off. And they're like, oh, shit, I'm going to pay off your debt through taxes, and I'm not even going to go to college. So college is now one of those things that people weigh as, as should I need, do I need to go to college? For the women, they don't know what else to do. They're not going to trade school. Some of them aren't going to hustle. They're just going to spend a couple of years just floating around, living their best life, being a barista, barista, working not enough. And even if they worked enough, they could not afford to keep up with it. So they're really in a pickle. Let me show you this woman right here. They're in a pickle. This woman's going to talk about it here for Gen Z. Reality check. Why do I have to work? Why do I? Why do I have to work? Well, why do I have to work? Well, I'll say. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. You know what else we took off the table for Gen Z women, specifically marriage and having kids. Took that off the table. So really, what do they have to look forward to? Partying, fornicating, smoking dope, living with their parents. So literally, Gen Z has no choice. Can't go to college. Can't get married and have kids. Like, they really don't have a lot of options. This is what's leaving them hopeless. Now they're stuck with feminism, the residue of feminism, and they don't like it. Why do I have to work? Why do I, why do I have to work? Why? Why do I have to work? I hate it. I hate working. It doesn't matter what I do. It does not matter what I do. I could love my job to death. I will not want to come into work. I just don't want to go in. I don't want to go to work. <laughs> just man, boy, it's bad out Why here. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. Hey, man, a lot of Gen Z are here. They're like, wait a minute. Who came up with this strong and independent shit, right? Why do I have to work? Because really they have to work and they have to work equal or better. And then if they don't want to work, and I've been saying a long time that 80% of women are doing jobs that are beneath them. They're beneath them. They're just kind of mailing it in. They're kind of just showing up. Some of them aren't really interested. We talked about this with nurses. There was a woman that said, hey, these women don't even want to be nurses no more. Okay, they go to nursing school thinking they're going to make a bag. And then when they get in there and see the work, they're like, I don't want to do this. Then they go start OnlyFans. Okay, and throw that degree away. So they're like, okay, I don't get it. I do one job. I can't get ahead. Now I got to do two hustles and grind. I got to grind. Women are like, oh, man, bring bring back traditional men. Bring back traditional men. All right, I'm not going to be a barista and an Uber driver at the same time for the next 10 years. There are so many other things I can be doing with my life than working. Like what? Like, I say it all the time. It doesn't matter what I do. Like, what, okay, what would you be doing, ma'am? I'm just letting you know. There's so many other things that I could be doing uh, with my life. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs, and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is <laughs> put my card in, and that's it. And put the PIN number, and boom, money just comes What right else out. you going to be doing? Selling feet pictures? You could go, you could come drop off some tail. All right, you could come drop off some tail. But what else you going to be doing? Getting married, taking care of kids? That's off the table. The feminist going to talk you out of that. What else you going to be doing? 
you don't get your ass to work. There are so many other things I can be doing with my life than working. Like what? Like I say it all the time. It doesn't matter what I do. Like I can be doing so many other things. Like what? Traveling? Shopping? <laughs> like where? Like I can be going for a It's 27 degrees out. I will still go for a walk. You going for a walk? Man, if you don't take your ass to work with this, why do I have to? Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. She literally had nothing else. Guys, this is in the next, well, this is a voting age woman. In the next election, the majority of Gen Z will be voting age. If that shit, if that's not scaring you, the next, this election, most of Gen Z will be voting for the president of the United States. New, 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 new world order. Indeed. All right. So that's where she is on that one. Uh, Gen Z, I, I found something that she could do. Here we go right here. Oh no. Oh man. Oh, got caught. Yeah. That's Gen Z for you. That's Gen Z. What this is what else she could be doing here. Yep. Uh yeah. Yeah, you got caught. You got caught. That's not funny. That's not funny. Uh yeah. You know, I guess if there's anything you could do, you know. I guess you could always do that. <laughs> you could always do that. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in and that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money. All right. right out. What do we got here? Uh, uh, for the women that say, nah, we good out here. Y'all the ones miserable. I don't see men posting videos like this. <laughs> here we go right here. What's the purpose of my life hold on for a second what's the purpose of my life nobody wants to deal with me i can't be single anymore still alone life is hard i'm 40 oh my goodness look at this man this is terrible i mean nowhere to go i'm telling you they listen as a 40 year old man i'm gonna let you know man a lot of these women be out here with that copium. They lying. They don't got nothing else to do. Cry me your river. They out here bored, misguided, undecided. Yeah, they have a little bit of fun and they shake a leg and they go stepping and they go line dancing or whatever they're doing. But they go home and they go here and they be lonely, man. Looking for a ninja to come save them. Do not let them fool you, gentlemen. And I'm not out here wishing that they're miserable, but it is what it is. Let's see if this woman's going to talk about it right here. This woman said right here, you don't have the options you think you got. And look at the shape on this woman. Okay. She definitely top heavy and she thick with that big old forehead. Hey, all I'm saying is you do not have as many options as you say you do. Because if you had so many options, then why are you still single? If you had so many options, why are you still in front of this man trying to prove to him that you have so many options? Trying to throw in a man's face and say, oh, this ball player be in my DMs. Oh, this man with money be in my DMs. He be trying to talk to me. Baby, those are not options. Those are men that want to sleep with you. Those are two different categories, okay? And whether you know it or not, throwing in a man's face that other men want you does not make him more attracted to you. So if you have a trying man, 
take heed to that because what you are being delusional about about these other people actually wanting you and wanting to court you and wanting to build build with you is very unrealistic and it's very delusional I don't mean this in no type of way but what I'm saying is is this imaginary unicorn man that you're looking for is not there so do you have options sure you have options to go sleep with a whole bunch of different men but you not have options like you think you do as far as somebody taking care of you somebody loving you somebody appreciating you it's not the same okay okay um i do want to interrupt this uh program for a special announcement and uh, i do need to make this announcement for the brothers who were very curious about this and it's an important announcement let me go ahead and pull this up and i can't find it fast enough but i will uh yep it is an important announcement. Let's go ahead and run it. And, uh... Will Clapp has entered the building on that video right there. Will Clapp is here. Breaking news. <laughs> All right, uh... What did she have to say here? I missed it the first time. Let me go ahead and get her at real quick and see if I need to fix as a bind or two. I got money. I might need to fix as a bind. <laughs> All right, there we go. Will Clap Nation is here. What did you say there, sweetheart? I think you have something on your mind. All right. Okay, I didn't hear what she said. I, let me come back to the video. I don't know what she was talking about. <laughs> However, I'm interested. All right, here we go right here. Let me see what she was saying here. Okay. Uh, she might need a little gas in her car this weekend. Oh, she a single mama? Okay, never mind. Okay, all I'm saying is you do not have as many options as you say you do. Because if you had so many options, then why are you still single? If you had so many options, why are you still in front of this man trying to prove to him that you have so many options? Lord, have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must stay focused. <laughs> all right, I'm just saying. I like them girls next doors, man. I like them girls next doors. All right, girls next doors can get it. All right, she had to get something off her chest. She had to get something off her chest. What, do you, what did you say? It ain't even important no more. It ain't even important no more. I'll see you later. All right, let's continue. <laughs> what are we doing here? This woman says, I think most women grow up thinking that they want a husband, but really they want a wife. Hmm. They want someone Ooh. to assist them in their dreams, their goals, their aspirations, their career. They want an assistant. Right. They want a partner. Ooh. Okay? Oh. They want, someone, said the they want someone to be their helpmate. She said the P word. To get them where they want to go. Yeah. They don't want a husband. They want a wife. They just don't know it. Right. Right, right, right. And so that, that, that role design is very key, right? Yeah. Because she's trying to be a leader. Of provider. the home, a uh, provider for the home. You know why that's important? I think, I think most women grow up thinking that they want a husband, but really they want a wife. Okay. All right. This brings us to the next conversation, I believe. Um, and we're going to talk about older women here. So now we're going to talk about what happens to older women and what they're asking for, essentially. And that's you. She's saying that's you. And a lot of guys are feeling this crunch where... The chore play, you move in with her, she becomes difficult to deal with, and she's telling you you're not helping, and she does the invisible work. I think even this conversation over here was implying that women do the invisible work. 
okay, and things like this. And yes, women are looking for when they become mates and partners and wives, they're not looking for traditional uh, things. Okay, they look for you to be traditional, but now they're wanting you to actually be some sort of domestic partner and fill in all the places where you're basically going to do the majority of her work in all of your work. That's what's going to happen here. And let me just say this. Let me just say this, and I don't mean any harm here to the African-American community. You guys have the least successful relationships, but the most to say. And it's about time that somebody does something about this. Okay, I know. So we have a lot of people, a lot of guys, the ace metaphors, and you got the Kevin Samuels and all of these guys here, the Steven Speaks. You have Derek Jackson. You got now... Yada awakening. You have these theories of trying to make it successful, but you have the least consistent partners. Like you guys can't make a relationship work to save your life. Now, relationships are hard across the board, but stop with these conversations and podcasts and all of that. What really needs to happen is men need to start being men. And in the black community, men are not men. Okay, you making side deals with these hoes. And when I say hoes, I'm talking about all of them. Your girlfriends, your wives, your mama, your grandmama. Y'all trying to live equal off the woman. It's a disgrace. And yes, these sisters are saying, y'all ain't, you don't got them bags. You can't support me. They're right. But at the same time, you, they want to be equal to you. You have the least marriages and the most divorces. You have the most single mothers out here. It's a clusterfuck. I don't even know what y'all trying to fix at this particular point. What are you trying to fix? I'm just, I'm just wondering, Ninja. Now, I ain't out here trying to fix it. But this group of this demographic, it's almost you talking to yourself. You chasing your tail at this point. It's clown world for y'all. And the future does not look bright. It looks very dark. Okay, but. Yeah, no family values. You got girls out here. Uh, you know, the, 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 the plight of the sister is that she wants to be taken seriously and then act like a child whenever she wants to. Right now, some other women, they just going to be forever children. And so they're going to always be in need, always help me. But they want to be out here thumping their chest like a gorilla and then wanting help <laughs> at the same time. And I think it's somewhat moronic that men are falling for this shit test in the black community and y'all not manning up. I don't know if you're scared of black women. I don't know what it is. You're born to be scared of women. You're scared of your big mama. You're scared of your mama. Mama, mama. And none of you guys are really manning up in the community. Some of y'all done left and got your passport. And some of y'all done went monk mode. I don't blame you. But these conversations are pointless at this particular point. No one's listening to each other. And you're leading yourself into the abyss. You're allowing the woman to lead you into the abyss. You're allowing that demographic of woman here to lead you into the abyss. Y'all not manning up. She got no, this is a Jezebel. Look at her face. She's in pure rebellion. She's in the spirit of rebellion. She ain't gonna listen to a man. She ain't never listened to a man in her entire life. He said slavery. <laughs> it's cause slavery. Yeah, right? But this woman... And a lot of them, ladies, if you want me, I just got on the men, pause. 
Let me get on these ladies here because I know you're watching me. You guys will never listen to men because you've never had to. And that's your problem. And if you got to 35 and 40 and you never had to listen to one, forget it. It ain't going to happen. So you're just going to get a spineless jelly back, milk toast, ninja. That's what you're going to get. A sidestepping tap dancing ninja. That's all you got. And that's all you're going to get if you're lucky. That's if you're lucky numerically. You ain't getting nobody strong unless he's just going to uh, bend you over. That's all you're getting. But I need to be a little bit more positive. If you've never listened to a man, you're never going to listen to one now. It's not your fault. Your mother alienated you from your father. Your mother henpecked your father. Your mother chased your father off. Thus, if you never grew up and looked up to a man as an authority figure, meaning your father, you can forget it when you get into these situations. That's why they want partnerships. That's why they want partnerships. They don't want to listen to a guy. Any woman that has grown up and got to teenage years and she never had a father as an authority figure and she meets her first male teacher, you know what they're going to do? They're going to buck on that male teacher. And trust me, I've been there. I've been there. I've been, I've been in schools. I've been in education. I've been in coaching and athletics. The young women who didn't have a male authority figure could not listen to me coach them. They already checked out before I start opening my mouth. They could not take it. 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 The women who have fathers, they listened. This is just generic. This is just generally. There's always an exception to the rule. The women who have fathers took to my coaching. The women who didn't have fathers looked at me like, Nick, who are you talking to? Look in the education. Look in the schools. By the time they hit 14, if they never had to answer to daddy, not sugar daddy, not pimp daddy, not mac daddy, if they never had to answer to a man, she was already done. The first male teacher that did something, she was ready to fight him. Yes, indeed. So now you're 34, 40. You think you'll start listening to a man now? Nope. Just letting you know it ain't going to happen. And this is even suburban women as well. This is even suburban women. If their father were, uh, was a weak daddy, forget it. If they had a daddy that never told her no, oh, no, princess. Okay, I'm sorry. Yes, princess. Whatever you want, princess. Here's a Jeep for your 16th birthday, princess. If they had a father like that, and you marry that woman, she going to run circles around you because she looks at men as weak. Right? So it doesn't matter black or, or white, really, because, you know, if, if, if daddy treated her like a princess, you, you up shit's creek. Ninja. You cannot afford that woman. You cannot afford her. She going to run your pockets. Anyway. Anyway, just thought I'd tell you that because I'm noticing this here. And this demographic of women tends to lean on, well, I look young and black don't crack. Well, that's all garbly gook at this particular point. Nobody cares what you look like. Nobody looks like you, nobody cares that you look 10 years younger than you perceive yourself to be. You got bad habits. Let's get to it. This is a older woman. We're going to get into this older conversation. 
why older women dry up. This is not my own words. This is uh, the words of women here. This wife, the danger of marrying a woman in her 40s is that by her 50s, she's going to dry up on you. Doesn't mean she's dry. She's going to dry up on you. It's not suited for you to take a woman that old and then make a good life out of her because she's going to have a lot of complications that she might not understand or have experienced yet that's going to change the dynamics of your relationships. And you got three to five good years out of her. Three to five. You're supposed to get 40 good years out of a wife. 30, 20. If you marry a woman in her 40s, it's going to be a mistake. You're going to get at top five good years out of her if you're lucky. And this is not my opinion. This is this woman's opinion. Listen to this. This is a big reason why women in relationships with men sometimes lose their libido. Yep. She was giving you dropping that neck at 40, but at 50, she's not going to do it no more. Okay, so I just wrote a study about why women in relationships often want to stop having sex with their husbands and it blew my mind. So apparently women go to the doctor and they're like, I don't know what's apparently. wrong with me. My libido's bad. What should I do? And the doctor's like, something's wrong with your body and does all these tests and they don't know what's wrong. It's perimenopause or whatever. You're too stressed. Well, what they really found is that Women whose husbands don't do as much domestic labor have a hormonal response that makes oh, them not want to have sex with their husband. And the reason for this is that when women are caretaking children, their libido goes down and their caretaking goes up. It's actually a hormonal response. So when they feel their husbands are dependent on them for domestic labor, they have this response where their libido goes down and their caretaking goes up and they feel kind of skeezed out because they're like, ew, I'm kind of having sex with someone I'm caretaking. So in, <laughs> to quote the study, it says, the oh, mother caregiver role that women find themselves cast in within heteronormative frameworks can cue this nurturant hormonal system which lowers desire and leads women to view dependent men's sexual overtures, talking about dependent for housework, as inappropriate, non-erotic, or even disgustful. <laughs> disgustful. So if you want to have sex with your wife, two more dishes. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. Didn't I tell y'all? This is the stuff y'all don't look at. I'm telling you, this is death around the corner. This is a bad deal. This is the bait and switch. This is what I've been warning you about, but love, right? Here we are. And this is a cope. Of course, go ahead with your study, bam. Go ahead with your study. But let's just say you lost desire for the man. That's your husband. You don't want to put out no more. Yes, that is the common marriage. That's where y'all at, Ninja, but y'all out here trying to tell me I'm bugging. And she and she she's annoying, man. I mean, just think about that. That's a woman, all right? Y'all like she's annoying. How about that? How about the reason why your husband don't want to help you is cuz you're annoying. I I don't think that's a, a green screen, but it looks like you're well taken care of. Looks like he handled his part of the deal. More than likely, you got that big ass kitchen. It does need to be updated with that cabinetry. You're not going to sell that bitch. Right? You're not going to sell that kitchen. That kitchen is way out of date. All right. But that's neither here nor there. But it looks like you're well taken care of that backsplash. Look at these cabinet colors. Lord, Lord have mercy. 
You're going to need to take down the wall and open up and put a center island in that damn thing. Holy mackerel. All right, and I'm going to tell you, man, the remodel on that kitchen going to cost a heavy dime. That's going to lead to a divorce, but that's neither here nor there. Okay. All right, but uh, here you go, guys. Chore play. If you want to have sex with your old soggy wife, chore play. Any excuse to get out of the way? If you want to bang your 50, this is what she's saying. I didn't say it. I didn't say it. This is what she said. And men have, somebody said, they've been saying this since the 70s. And men have been doing more and more work, being more active, and it still don't work. You're not equally active. Yeah, that's a 50K remodel for sure. Yeah, 30 to 50K. All right, and that's going to cause a divorce. Remodels cause divorces. You guys don't know this. They don't tell you this. Remodel, remodeling your kitchen, remodeling your house can lead to divorce. But, yep, do more chores to get this old snatch. <laughs> right? Come on, man. This is a bad deal. This is a bad deal. Let me just show y'all. I know people are like, no, that's not true. Uh, yeah, it is true. I actually uh, talked about this right here. Polls conducted by a website, house.com, has revealed that up to 50% of people who've recently undergone home renovations report that the process caused significant stress on their marriage. A surprising 12% reported that going through the house renovation caused them to consider or pursue a divorce. Okay. Just so you're prepared for this. All right. Don't think that that I've seen people go through remodels and it's not pretty. Right. You're displaced. There's a lot of, uh, you know, annoyances. There's plastic everywhere and painters and the money budgets running up. It's not pretty. All right, it does. You need a strong marriage to go through a remodel. But back to this point of, that the woman is making here. So here's the excuse. And, of course, she's laughing. <laughs> well, if you want to have sex, do more chores. Like, I'm ready to bang you tonight, bro. Let me eat at the junior college. Like, I'm ready to bang this. But a lot of guys think this is his only hope. I'm going to get lucky today with my wife. Right. And so I'm going to do some more vacuum cleaning so I can get lucky. And she look at her. She looking at you like, well, you guys don't have no choice. She look how she looking. If you want to bang me, well. This is what she's saying. Like, look at the look on her face. Well, it looks like you're stuck vacuuming and <laughs> like, oh, no, I'm not. I'm going to divorce you and then take my head and be at the junior college. Like, this is where we're going with it. It's crazy. But, of course, she arrived there very soon, well after 50. I mean, well after 40. Uh, here we go here. Nothing sexier than a man who cooks, cleans, and communicates effectively. Oh. Oh, the humanity. Ring the bell. What? Mm. What? Okay, we are messed up. We've messed up. I don't know how we got here, but good luck. How did we get here? Yeah, no, you're not going to, no. This is not going to work out. We already know the data. This does not help. This hurts marriages. How did we get here? How did we get here? Get here. This woman's going to cheat on her husband for sure. 
We ain't supposed to be here. Yeah, man. Wow. You say that now at 40. Okay, it was right here. We got some more. Here we go. It's more complex than that. It's not about the dishes. Really? That's what she said. It's about making her feel taken care of. Mm. Taken care of? As if that house isn't enough? Okay. When you're dating the man, when you're dating, the man feels protected and he like and like he's taken care of. Okay. He organizes dates and that makes you feel he is taking the lead. When you're a mother, oh, I ain't reading all this shit. All right, let me go to the next one. Thanks, Brunette Cameron Diaz. I doubt it. Yep, resentment is a total libido killer. And this the woman. And there's the husband right next to her. Resentment is a total, guys, when you, if you stay married longer, 40, this is going to be her, man. You're going to walk into the house and you're going to feel it. She's going to resent your presence. I don't care what you do. You could do nothing. I would probably just tell you to do nothing because no matter what you do, she's going to be resentful the next day. I think it's not even just domestic labor. It's really fundamentally someone who isn't contributing as much labor into the result uh, relationships, period. The 50% 50 of the comments here are men trying to avoid accountability at all costs. But also men doing household chores doesn't mean she owes you anything physically by the way. Are these bots new, 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 new world order? What did I tell you? Man, just stay single ninjas. <laughs> yeah, you can't win out here. Wow. You can't win. I'm talking about emasculation. Emasculation. I don't owe you shit. That's what they say. I don't owe you a damn thing. And this is a 40, 50-year-old woman sandbagging you. Sandbagging. <laughs> and she's sitting up under there, and you paying all the bills, or whatever your portion is, you trying to vacuum to get some snatch, and she's like, I don't owe you it just because you do it. What? They making beta males out of ninjas. <laughs> this is why. So remember, the point of the video was that I was going to get sex if I vacuumed. That was the point. And then she follows up. Well, just because you do the chores don't mean I owe you anything. Oh, boy. <laughs> Man, what is the... Hey, I, ladies, where, what is the point then? Somebody asked me that. What is the point? Why would a man try at this point? Why, why am I trying? Let's give you to the next one here. I got I got one more video. Then I'll do the super chats. This woman says, "So I saw." Oh, here we go right here. Menopause and divorce. Menopause and divorce. Remember, now we're talking about older women. These are women fifty and up. Remember, you like forty year old woman. You're gonna marry her. She's gonna be fifty like next week. What do you, what should you expect? Here we go. 
patient this week who was a divorce lawyer. And I said, do you think working with all these divorced people um, keeps you married? I was kind of joking. And she said, yeah, a little bit. She said, but here's the crazy thing. I think that 60% of the 50 and 60-year-old women who come to see me wanting a divorce are because of untreated atrophy. So medically, we call that genital urinary syndrome of menopause. It results from falling estrogen levels, how it affects the vagina, the vulva, and the bladder. Up to 40% of women will have severe symptoms, but only 20% will seek medical attention. She said, these women don't realize that this is a treatable medical condition and that their inability to enjoy relations is what is leading to their divorces. Ye old bait and switch. Okay, so you see it here. Uh, there's a lot of sexy women, late 30s, early 40s, and they're like, I'm super sexy. I love to get down. Okay, now we didn't heard two excuses. Well, my vulva is dry. I got pain in my vulva. <laughs> okay, then you had the other woman here do some vacuum cleaning out here. They just love seeing y'all ninjas just constantly trying to beg for some punani. You don't get none, dangle it in front of you. Now you got a pain in your punani. <laughs> this is where we at now. Like what? Like what are we doing, man? And now I know there's 20, 30-year-old women listening to me like this will never be me. And it will be you. And that's you. There's highly likely it's going to be you, ma'am. Trust me. Just look at your mother. Just look at your mother and then look at your father and then put them together. Think about the last time they banged each other. Probably, probably a long time. <laughs> what are we doing now? So now we have untreated medical condition preventing them from dropping their neck and uh opening the leg up. But you're going to be paying the bill, brothers. What in the world? Man, they don't ever be. <laughs> so I saw a patient this week who was a divorce lawyer. And I said, do you think working with all these divorced people um, keeps you married? I was kind of joking. And she said, yeah, a little bit. She said, but here's the crazy thing. I think that 60% of the 50 and 60-year-old women who come to see me wanting a divorce are because of untreated atrophy. 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 If I'm not mistaken, I might be wrong on this. Atrophy has to do with not using it, like you're, you're not using it so the muscle or whatever surrounding it is no longer uh, keeping it together right atrophy on in muscles meaning that you went through an injury so you're in the period of non-use thus what happens is it tends to get weak right it's underdeveloped it's underdeveloped and then let's go back to this study where do men find women that look the best what age there you go now you wonder why it's 2024 20, men naturally know men naturally know where the action is at and it ain't with 40 and 50 year old women if it is, it's going to be temporary. Okay, so she's saying there's a non-usage. <laughs> All right, atrophy, non-usage. My punani has not been used, so now it ain't in condition to be pounded. Is that, if I, if I, yeah, use it or lose it. That's what she said. 
That's what she's saying, guys. Man, she said 60, 40, 60%. <laughs> he says 40-year-olds are simp. 45-year-old men's are simps, yeah. So medically, we call that genital urinary syndrome of menopause. It results from falling estrogen levels, how it affects the vagina, the vulva, and the bladder. All right, the bladder. She definitely going to get a urinary tract infection right there. All right, so there it is. Constantly leveraging it and not using it makes it atrophy. And then when I go in there, you're going to say you're in pain. Oh, ninja wowzers. Ooh-wee. Up to 40% of women will have severe symptoms. But severe. But 20% will seek medical attention. Okay, so she even she said 40% will have severe. Hey, man. Go to the JUCO. 40% will have severe. That means there's a moderate level, and then there's a okay level, and then there's no pain. 40% got severe of women over 50 married. But y'all signing up. She said these women don't realize that this is a treatable medical condition. Oh. And that their inability to enjoy relations is what is leading to their divorce. That's one of the reasons why. And there you go right there. Leading to your divorce. So when you get great divorce, that 50, because you want to touch on your wife and put hands on hips. This is where we are. Man, CGA is undefeated. Thank you for joining me for this show. I'm going to do the Super Chats. And as you head on out, please consider sending a love gift and subscribing. But definitely like on the way out. Shout out to y'all brothers. Let's get to these Super Chats. Good luck out there, guys. Did I not paint the possible picture of what's going on? I know. Not all women. Not all women. The regular dude says, dude, you ain't lied about the fake ass cousin shaking my head. Not indeed. No, I didn't. Shout out to Osiris says, I was about to say my brother's kid. That's what happened. Your younger brother's kid. You were babysitting your younger brother's kid. And the woman's 40 and he's 29. No, nope, don't do it for it. Don't save him. Deshaun says, good afternoon, coach. I'm a whole hour behind, behind. But I remember the day my moms used to set the timer on the VCR to record her soaps before she went to work. Anyway, y'all, then just hit the like button. Appreciate you, brothers. I remember that too. And you could not quite get that timer set. Just you be recording the Laurel program. Anybody remember that? You be. Aaron Guy says, I see why guys are purple pill because they can't afford to be alone. MFs are in a bind. Shout out to the purple pill guys. Um, yeah. Um, as a guy that is older, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. Thank you, brother, saying I'm the red pill king. I appreciate that. RP mindset. But I'm going to tell Purple Pill guys, the hope strategist of the guys, hope strategy, the hopeless romantic. If you're a young man under 35 and you think you're going to move in with a woman today and you're going to save money, I'm just here to tell you you're not. <laughs> you're not going to save money. Just here to tell you, as I just wanted to tell you that. And a lot of guys think that's going to happen. You're going to spend more money. Now, women are not free. I'm going to tell you why. I know I need to tell you why. Because if in fact, if in fact, all right, we got a man. All right, we got we got an unhappy woman in here. We got an unhappy woman. If you think you're moving in with a woman and saving money, you're crazy. So if you're in a financial bind, last thing you need to do is get with a woman. Those days are gone where you can get with her and build with her. 
there is a rare exception to this. But if you think you broke now, move in with a woman. You're going to be super broke. You're going to be super broke. Indeed. All right. Uh, let me see here. You're going to be super broke. You're not, you're not saving money. All right. Uh, what, what's going to happen is you're going to look at it, and it might even be your fault. But her bills, whatever, if you move in, uh, you know, hopefully she will fix your credit at some particular point if you're really down in the bind. But if she does not and you do not ruin her credit, which is highly likely, highly likely, and you are starting to get yourself ahead and you start, you know, creating a budget. Anything remaining in that account is going to get uh, spent. Anything remaining in your account is going to get spent. You're going to see Amazon boxes piling up. She's going to start going shopping and bringing home a bag of this and a bag of that, a new perfume, a new dress. How do I look? Ninja, you're going to be like, mm, I was saving a little bit of money for it. Yeah. But you're going to, you're going to, you're going to go. You're, you're not going to, you're more likely than not to save money. And whatever clamps you put on her financially, she's going to buck. She's going to go crazy. And she might get stressed out. You know, men can minimalize really like crazy. We can start eating bologna sandwiches, right? Men can eat a whole pot of spaghetti for a week. For a week. Ninjas will go out and men will go out and never go to a fancy restaurant. Like most men have never been to a fancy restaurant. Unless he goes with a woman. So with that being said, women will be like, oh, I want to try this place out to eat. And I want to go here. And they'll go with their friends. They'll go by themselves. They'll let a dude take her on a date. And they'll go try restaurant, restaurant. Most guys have never been to anything higher than Olive Garden. <laughs> because they know they can't afford it. They're like, I can't afford that shit. So with that being said, men can go all the way down and, and make chili for a week and eat it. All in your 20s, just eating chili and, and applesauce and graham crackers <laughs> and top ramen, right? What we eating tonight? Get that chili out, baby. Get them crackers and chili. And let's just say you trying to get yourself out of this budget. You do that too many times, she going to skedaddle on you. She's out of there. I ain't about to eat this. Mm -mm. Beans and Frank's pork and beans. Ninja eating uh, Jimmy John sausages and snausages. Pause. Hey, yo, chill, son. Hey, yo. And really, that's really all you need, to be honest. You don't need all these delicacies and all of this uh, crazy-ass food. You don't need it. But men can do that for like 10 good years. <laughs> Meanwhile, she uber-eating two, three times a day, right? Right, she uber-eating two, th three times a day playing delivery fees. Like, I got to eat, sorry. What are we doing this weekend? It's Friday. Let's go. And that's not just sit in the house and do nothing. Let's go out there. And you got to think about it. This is her prime years. So she's not going to waste that on you. So it makes sense. This is her prime. She's not going to sit up under you until you turn 35 and you make it. She's like, I ain't about to sit up under you. I'm about to go out here and eat good. So that's where it's at. So don't think you're moving in to save money. I'm going to save money. And no, you're not. You're gonna, that money's going to be spent. Sam Saylor said, Gen Z list, wait, Gen Z listening to each other got them here. Indeed, he says, trust, they are not going to quit the echo chamber. They're not. 
And Gen Z is the first generation that can blatantly disrespect their parents and get away with it. One of the reasons uh, young people learned is that we hit our head. Parents were able to let go for better or for worse. Today's parents, we call them puss-ass parents, can't let their kids go. You got to let your kid bump their head. You got to let your kid learn the hard way. You got to let your kid sleep off that drunken night in the tank. You got to let them get picked up by the popo. You got to let them get knocked the fuck out. You got to let them learn that sometimes if you talk shit, you get hit. You got to let them just learn that we ain't equal. We ain't equal out here. <laughs> you know what I mean? People think I'm hard on women. I'm hard on everybody. And the women think this is about you. It ain't about you. I think for the most of men, the cause of their problems is women. And it's not because of women. It is because they suck at mate selection. These ninjas are being led astray, mostly by their mothers and women. So I'm not trying to belittle women or change you. I have no need to change American women. It's no point. But Gen Z running around here ain't never had a collar roughed up by their parents. <laughs> you got to get snatched up. Hey. Hey, who you think you talking to out here? What? So they walk out here thinking they know it all, and they don't know a damn thing. They don't know a damn thing, man. Oh, but that's trauma. It's abuse. No, it ain't, because listen, ain't nobody going to love you like the way I love you, setting your ass straight. Because once you get out here, ain't nobody going to set your ass straight. Ain't nobody going to wipe your ass. Ain't nobody going to help you when you down. Mm-hmm. This is a game. <laughs> this is life. So when you get out here thinking that people going to be able to hear wiping your ass and helicopter parent you and protect you and saran wrap your ass and with the bubble wrap and hope you let you ain't getting hurt out here, I don't think. You understand what this is. This is life. You supposed to struggle. <laughs> You're entitled to Nathan out here. And these poor women, man, I'm telling you, these poor ladies, the Gen Z ladies that didn't want to listen to their parents and they had weak ass enabling ass parents, parents putting their kid on the medication, parents making deals with the kid, parents listening to the kid, tell them how to parent them. I feel bad for y'all. I really don't feel bad for y'all, but I'm watching y'all like a hawk. I'm watching y'all like a hawk. The poor women out here, y'all got been sold a bill of goods. Y'all ain't ready. Y'all not ready at all. <laughs> anyway, and I know the Gen Z women, oh, no. Y'all about to get a whole lesson in life. Y'all going to get a whole lesson in life, and I'm here for it. But do not bring your herpes having ass over here. Just letting y'all know. Y'all think y'all can bang your way to your next possible mate. What's wrong with body count? I'm like, boy, y'all ladies don't know what the hell y'all about to do because shit about to get serious. You hit 35. Life is no joke. <laughs> you hit 35, life going to give you a plate full of shit. 
Oh, by the way, and nobody going to be checking for you. Oh, boy. I love it. I'm here for it because I really want to see these enabler. You know what's really going to be sad, too? The enabler parents that ain't going to be able to help their kid now that they struggling. See, there was a time where kids live with their parents to put the kids in a better position. Now, the kids live with their parents because the parents was a failure as a parent. The parent is codependent. The parent's probably a divorcee. The parent's a loser. The parent's broke. The parents didn't save no money. The parents spent their money and been bankrupt two times and three times and refinanced their house ten times. And then y'all try to tell me it's okay for kids to live with their parents. Uh-uh. The reason why you live with your parents, Gen Z, is because your parents ain't shit. That's why. That's why. They lost in life. <laughs> they are economic slave. That's why they can't get out of it. They ain't going nowhere. And they need you. Your mama needs you so she can feel young again. Your daddy needs you to write you off on his taxes. So they're going to say, just stay here and save up. <laughs> and I'm here to give the truth. Hair, fire, and brimstone, I don't care if you like it. I can tell you the truth about everybody, not just women. But that's a fact. Your parents didn't grind their economic wage slave, and they sat up there and said money ain't everything. It's about love. And they up here divorced once and twice. Daddy just getting off paying child support at 65 and y'all dumbasses walking here. It's okay to have babies at 40 and look at your ass now. Y'all told me love conquers all and look at y'all asses now complaining about inflation when you go to the Walmart. <laughs> look at your ass now. No planning ass. We're just flying by the seat of your pants. 30 is the new 20 ass ninjas. 40 is the new 35 ass ninjas. And look at y'all asses now. You thought this shit was going to be a cakewalk, didn't you? Parents, y'all thought this was going to be a cakewalk. Now y'all wondering how y'all going to make it. Can't kick your kids out because your kid kicking in $800 of rent. And you need that $800 of rent so you can survive the next day. But you over here telling me how to do this shit. Mm. Spending your time on dating apps when you got divorced at 38. And now you here at 48. Can't get rid of your 18 year old son. Telling him to go to junior college because it's a better deal. Now it could be a better deal, but you know your kid ain't going nowhere. You didn't prep him to go nowhere. So now your kid living with you and you trying to walk around the house naked with your new 36-year-old boyfriend. Hey, don't at me. <laughs> trying to get remarried again at 46. If you don't sit down. <laughs> I'm going to find me a new man. No, you're not. Just settle into where your position is and, and get your life together. Stop hoping for a man. Jesus, you ain't finding a new one. Here to tell you, you're not finding a new one. <laughs> mm. 
So your kids live living with you, gonna be there for the next eight years. How you gonna find a new man and you got adult kids living with you? How? How? Anyway, I'm throwing grenades today. Same person I look at your life 10 years later, you sitting in the same spot. <laughs> All right, let me stop. All right, where we at? No government name. I hadn't seen this cousin in 26 years. Yes. He says, oh, wait a minute. Did I skip one? Oh, that's the guy, the guy with the 4K cousin. I haven't seen this cousin in 26 years. Yes. First thought was I will hate her when she doesn't pay or it's a gift to a bottomless pit. You're right. So you're going to give her the money and do uh, my advice. My advice, gentlemen, if you ever give women money, consider it a gift. Do not expect any money to come back. Guys, that almost applies to men as well, especially low-grade, bottom-feeding-ass, slithering-on-your-belly type men. But if you ever fixes a woman's bind, if you ever have a woman, I don't care if it's a relative or your mama, your sister, your cousin, your niece. If you let her, if you give her the money, it's a gift. I don't care what the hell she says about paying you back. It's a gift. It's a giveaway. If you're not prepared to give it away, do not loan it to her. Just to let you know. That's the expectation. What are you going to do? Put her in a headlock? What are you going to do? Break her leg if she don't give you the money back? You going to take her to court? You going to sue your cousin? You going to sue your sister? What are you going to do? You going to beat your mama up? You going to knuckle up your mama? Mama, give me my money back, mama. <laughs> it's a gift. This is why you have to understand that if you're not going to give it away, don't give it to them at all. Shout out to Cortez says, keep on cooking, coach. You to go. And I'm here to help. Trust me, I'm here to help. I can help you better than the, the government can. I can. Sizzo, ladies, you don't listen to, he says, ladies, you don't listen to a man anymore because you never had to. He says, that was fire. That was a damn bar, coach. He says, you can do a whole show on that topic alone. Shout out to the Yob Mob. Shout out to the Yob Mob. If you ever are dating a woman, uh, you're going to go on a date and you see her downgrade her dad. Man, you should walk the hell up. Uh, you should walk out of there. Remember, this is all advice that I would have listened to, wish I listened to. If, you if you're seeing a girl, you're dating a, dirt, a girl and her dad walks in or she disrespects her father or um, she kind of just dismisses and disses and dismisses her father and the father don't correct her. Or he don't stop and look and give her that look. He'll be like, okay, you lucky company here. If she does that, Ninja, run. Run away from that woman. Run. It's a red, dead-ass flag. That one's going to bite you in the ass if you overlook that one. That's going to be a bad one. Run. If she disrespect, and then look at male authorities. How does she talk about men? How does she, are they endearing? Are they... Just are she just using them? Does she listen? Does she cut them off? Does she cut them off? Does she say things like mansplaining and 
manspreading in Mandels. Ninja, I mean, these are dead-ass red flags, <laughs> right? Run the hell up out of there. Does she yell at, you know, disrespect men? Does she, uh, hey, yo, does she call men the N-word? You know, the niggas I dated, man, man dude, run. <laughs> run. But y'all won't. Shout out to our brother, Rick, says, lady at work, put a note on my desk at my job saying I'm in financial trouble. Can you float me a $5,000 loan? She thought I had it like that because I just bought a new car. He says, I found out later she asked my coworker the same thing. It's crazy out here. It's crazy out here. And so, yes, this is the useful men. So men that are certain types are going to get finessed like this. And women are in the finessing business financially. That's not their wheelhouse is to be dominant financially. Because in essence, how far are we here on this stream? I'm still trying to teach. In essence, women work on a safety net. Women live their life on a safety net, right? And everybody knows that men are going to save them at the end of the day. We cannot do this. This is why women get shorter prison sentences for hardcore crimes. And women are kind of aware of the safety net, but they won't acknowledge it. But imagine, you know, they're, they're on a tightrope like this with a safety net. Now, men are on a tightrope with no safety net. Like, if we crash out and burn, we crash out and burn. All right, we could, unless we look good like Jeremy Meeks or some shit like that, we're going to crash out, flame out, and women will step over our carcass. I mean, there, there have been men in certain communities that have reached high status and, and lost it or had their life snuffed out, people forgot them the next day. And these are celebrities and millionaires and well-to-do men in their community. They just step over you, forget you the next day. How long will they mourn me? So some women don't realize they have a safety net. And that safety net is if they ever get in the bind, they can at least sell some puss, or they can actually beg a man and get the tears out. right? And then, oh, just help me just this once. <laughs> but now they would have ignored you if everything was good. They would have just walked past you. So there is a, always a safety net of women, of men for them that they can target for this type of assistance. And they're watching you, watching you. And so they're watching you. They're not paying attention to you, but they'll just log, okay, that's a safety net ninja. That's a stepdaddy ass ninja. That's a cleanup ninja. That's a ninja I can ask for money. And they look for markers, watches. They look for cars and they're so dumb. Like if I buy a new car, that probably means I don't have money. <laughs> Right, the car, the money went into the car. I probably am cash strapped. I probably I have a new car payment, so I don't have that excess of money. But they see you doing it, and they like, well, you have a car, so you obviously have money. What? I just put a down payment, and I got a car payment, and I have full coverage insurance. I'm short on money. They're dumb. They don't realize that. They think you're a millionaire and you got excess money, but you probably have been cash strapped. You probably been saving a pot of money and then you plunk the money down. Now you ain't got no money. But anyway, they think that they can ask you for these things, which is somewhat ridiculous because a man is always a bailout. It can always be a bailout, a good stepfather, a step dummy, a, 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 a guy, a friend, a friend in need. They can always reach a father, the government, they can always reach. They can always get a shelter. And this is how they live their lives. Now, some women are completely unaware of this, and so they come out here, and what will happen is 
just as a man to know, they'll win and not realize they're being assisted. It's kind of like, um, it's kind of like, uh, they're walking the tightrope and I'm underneath them like this the entire time. Oh shit. Uh, you know what I mean? They don't realize that they're living like that. They're kind of up in their chest though. They're, they think they're doing it. Funny story. That happens a lot that they think they kind of did it on their own. And I did it all by myself. And you're like, what did you do? Well, I went to school. I graduated. I got a job. I bought my first car. I paid my bills. And I got my first apartment. And I went to the thrift store and I got furniture, milk crates, plants, one bedroom shack. Bars on the window, Captain Crunch crumbs on the floor. I survived being a single mother. And you like, uh, so you did basic shit? Okay, let me give you the prices right. All right, round of applause. Yeah. <laughs> so you did, you did the bare minimum. <laughs> hey, let's celebrate her. She did the bare minimum with no help. No student loans, no government assistant, no sugar daddies. No boyfriend, no father help, nothing, no help at all. <laughs> you did it all by yourself. Here you go, baby. Here you go, baby. You did this. You so good. You did so good, baby. Look at you. You did so good. Good for you. Good for you. Let me take your little tummy. Let me see here. <laughs> so you did grown people shit. Now, we, on the other hand, us, on the other hand, we dirty and dusty if we do that exact same thing. <laughs> oh, he ain't got no, he ain't got nothing. All right, anyway, let me stop here. This is going on too long. I'm having a little bit of fun. Cesar says, orange, the orange peel theory, orange peel theory, get the grapefruit trick. There's a typo in there. Leo K. He says universal basic income, UBI, just bring it for the losers. Yes, these losers, UBI is going to be the thing. Okay. Shout out to Deborah says, I learned a lot about myself as a woman listening to you, passing the info on to my daughter and niece. Shout out to you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Be Real Mahogany says, I look forward to the rapper Common uh, for love advice. Him and Jennifer Hudson are it. Are they couples together? Mm-mm-mm. Terrell McAdams says my baby mama terrorist has a bad relationship with her dad here I am trying to guide her and she's hitting me with the shut your bitch ass up coach don't miss coach don't miss okay uh, JJ Frost says I will work 16 hours a day just to come home to a resentful wife while paying all the bills chore play was the worst now divorcing Living the free agent lifestyle. Shout out to you. As a as a married man, I will say, um, you know, no, 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 nobody's perfect in relationships. I certainly was never a perfect husband, and I never will portray myself to be. We all make mistakes. We all are immature. We all are learning. And here's the deal: that chore play shit is for the birds. That don't work. You're you're an idiot if you do chore play. You're you're dumb. Please do not think that that's going to be your savior. You'd be better off divorcing and going to the junior college. 
All right, because it's a it's a bad deal. It's training you to be weak in your relationship. And I'm in my in my world, men are the leaders. Men are the leaders. If you let women lead you, the problem with it is it's not that they're incapable of leading. I would never say that. Well, but what I will say is they'll abdicate their position as needed. And if you believe she will maintain the leader position, even in tough times, to make good decisions in emergencies, and I'm not talking about burglars coming through the door. If you are a person that wants to have a relationship by committee and go back and forth and have powwows about leadership, you're a moron. Lead. And if she don't like it, tell her ass to kick rocks. I'm not, I'm not joking. I'm not joking. If she not want to be led and she's a stubborn mule, drop her ass. Drop her. Because, yeah, they have hindsight 2020. Well, I would have done, but almost guaranteed, ask her to make a decision. She going to sit there and be stuck on stupid and even ask you, well, what should we do? But, of course, if you make a decision, they will come back and say, well, I wouldn't have done it that way. I don't care what your hindsight tells you. I made a decision in critical time. In need, you froze up. You couldn't make a decision. I decided. Now live with the consequences. Live with what we got. And if you can't do that, you need to go. This is just some old school shit. This will save your life. Anybody that needs to make decisions, well, let me talk it over with the wife. Guys, you're messing it up, bro. You, you, forget it, man. That chore play shit is for the birds. Do not fall for that. The minute you do that, the next day is going to be something else. Just so you know, this is how they work. Do not engage in that. If you think that that's going to make your relationship better, just be prepared to do this on the regular. <laughs> right? Don't do it. If you have a woman that is hell bent on making decisions and leading your relationship, what you'll do is you let her live that reality out. I'm all about that. Live that reality out, ma'am. Live that reality out. Lead. Okay, but you can't abdicate in important times. You can't freeze up when we decisions need to be made like that. See, the difference between winners and losers are people that can make decisions in real time and then live with the results of the decision. Most people can't even do that. You can't even make decisions in real time by yourself. Then you can't even live with the results. Shit. The winners in this world make decisions critically, not after the fact, not looking at 20 years ago. They say, I have enough information, meaning that I'm depending on luck, which is preparation and opportunity. Here it is. I'm prepared. Decision made. Okay, I expected this to work out. This way, it didn't, but I'll live with it. That's, that's leadership. Now, if you got a person with you that's going to pout, kick, scream, and cry the entire time, you got a dumper. 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 She's just going to mess your shit up. Remember, too much teaching here. Proximity, likeness, and relation. Most men's, most men's, Sorry. 
most men, the worst thing that has ever happened to them has been their wife. Most men, the worst thing that has ever been done to most men has been done by their wife. Most men, the worst thing that has ever been done to them has been by their wife. Uh, or girlfriend or girlfriend the most because why you trusted her same thing for the women too same thing for the women I know the women are like yes us too but we expect that we expect that type of criticism but the worst thing that has ever happened to you the, the worst thing you've been ever put through has probably been by your wife or ex-wife or baby mama. Yep. Anyway, let me check if I got everybody. Shout out to JJ Frost. Shout out to Jordan says, facts coach, we appreciate you and your knowledge. And this is real knowledge. I'm kicking it to you real, brothers. JC, men suffer atrophy as well. I mentioned this on Locals last week. If you can't get peace leave, don't be afraid to... um. Hand, wait, don't be afraid to have hand to gland combat with yourself. You got to get your, you got to fix your meat. Shout out, pause. Shout out to Jordan says, shout out to my mentor, C. Shaw. I feel um, like I'm past the hurt stage. Now I'm angry, but I'm grateful. Thanks, coach. And anger is fine. Just don't stand there. Don't stay there too long. All right. That's a stage of grief. I might have to review that for the new people. You've been broken up. You've been hurt. I'm well past it. I'm well past it in my relationships, but I love to talk about it. But anger does get you there. That's just being reality. Strife Excel says there's an episode of Black Mirror where a single mom put an implant in her child to monitor them. He says when the child turned 15 and found out, she ran away. Crazy. All right, Brown threw a note. Shout out to you. Daniel McGee says when the coaching calls coming back, when they stop watching my pockets, and I got one more, but I will say this. Men have been conditioned to believe that they should not be bitter, angry, and hurt. One of the criticisms when men get dastardly things done to them is we're supposed to recover fast. We're supposed to just shake it off and not deal with it. Yet, we're supposed to be a people that, that, that want mental health for men. They really don't. They just don't want men to be dangerous. They don't want men to be dangerous. So the criticisms of bitter and hurt, the criticisms of men, you're just angry, is a validation that women are out here hurting men and nobody gives a rat's ass. Take note of that, gentlemen, and act accordingly. Take note of that, gentlemen, and act accordingly. They don't give a fuck how they do you. You're supposed to just get over it and do what? Okay. Meanwhile, they having a pity party with their therapist uh, uh, just choking down pills. And they'll never get over the bullshit that a man does with them. And so forth and so on. So much for empathy, right? Mm. 
So act accordingly. Never feel bad because you're out here protecting yourself and you cold just like a Russian winner. All right. Yeah. Shout out to our brother Longwin here. But we're going to call you KP. Coach currently broke, but when scholarship money hits, we'll send you some. Coach, you said Gen Z men who listen to you will soar in life. I believe so, too. You're right about cold approach. Even at university is an L. It's an L. Cold approach is an L in my case. Anyway, you're the best entertainment ever. You're distracting me from studying, damn it. But he says better than any TV show out here. Can't wait for the oldest gent alpha to hit. 18 in five years, and I'll be 30 with a job and an engineering degree hitting the JUCO, and I'll be with you too. Shout out from your favorite Gen Z. Coach, much love. Appreciate you. Oh, look at my African-American anyway. over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking Let's about? Let's get after it today, man. Look, we'll be back tonight. Maybe we'll talk about the stages of grief, how men should counsel men to get through one of the most toughest things they can get through, which is the trust that they put in relationships and when they're violated. We're not going to tell y'all, this is y'all need to just, we're going to tell you how to get through it. Shout out to the coach gang. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you for the support. Hit the like button on the way out. Peace. 